0: K. Gates, New Orleans, Savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest Sports Radio. Shit. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show, but you don't know. and get the corkscrew. Tell, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. NFL. Ring the wood. MLB. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA. We going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice. You heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. I oh, the wow. sports. Show but you don't know about sports Tony Bruno knows You now tuned to turn to Tony Bruno show Do you don't
1: know about sports Tony Bruno knows Hello Excuse me Got a frog in my throat it's
2: a Good thing it's not a gator
1: or a snake Hello there, kids. Welcome. We are back. And we had to come back today. People were wondering where we were. The first message that we get on our Twitch uh, stream chat is Where were you yesterday? I was on the beach working out, and I will have tape to prove it in just a few moments. But we got all kinds of great stuff on this Tuesday. Is it Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday, as LeBron said last I week. I think
2: we need a bigger box.
1: It's June 4th already, and June is busting out all over. She's going to need a bigger bra this summer. Ooh, bra. Get, uh, exactly. But you know what today is. We've got to start today's show off on the right track, Robin. What did we do last night at the Tampa airport when our great friend Dean dropped us off, and we said, let's get a little bite before we get on the plane because we didn't have dinner? We stopped at a... Joint inside the Tampa airport. And it was a burger place, but they had grilled cheese sandwiches. Correct. One called the X-rated grilled cheese sandwich. You remember that one? That's the one you ordered, which is like $12. I ordered just a regular grilled cheese sandwich because I didn't need to spend $12 for a grilled cheese, as much as I love grilled cheese. And there wasn't a lot of cheese in the sandwich. Whether it was the regular grilled cheese for only $7.99 or the X-rated grilled cheese that Robin got for which 12 would 99 Which you think,
2: by the name alone, would make it amazing.
1: They had one slice of Gruyere, which I love. I mean, I love all cheeses. And then they had a slice of sharp cheddar. And that was all in the regular grilled cheese. But Robin had the one with the tomato and the bacon and what else did they have? A pickle. It? A pickle. And that's $4 more, which is a national outrage. But it enough was, about that. Because yeah. you worth know, you know I love grilled cheeses. But what's today, Robin? It's National Cheese Day. We're not going to do a lot of cheesy jokes on the show. We sprinkle those in every once in a while. But we found the greatest video this morning on how I approach National Cheese Day, which is every day in this house. I mean, I'm a cheeses freak. I'm the one who went to Cheeses of Nazareth many years ago to find out where the promised land was. You
2: did. You did.
1: I'm the one that got a che- I got a T-shirt from the store. I need a new one, though. There's a store up in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. And I was joking one night on my national show about if I were going to retire and open a business, I would move to Nazareth, Pennsylvania, the home of Mario Andretti, by the way, in case you didn't know that, Robin, Nazareth, Pennsylvania. And I said I would open a cheese store in Nazareth, Pennsylvania and call it I'm Groot. No, I wouldn't call it I'm Groot. I would call it <laughs> Cheeses of Nazareth. Now, that would be a little, uh, for atheists would like it, but isn't that a great name for a store? You know, you always have it to have something. It is a brilliant name. But then I found out that be- there was already a store named Cheeses of Nazareth in Nazareth, was Pennsylvania. Was there
2: already a store named, or did they just steal it from you? I-,
1: I don't know. I don't think they stole it and opened it up in a couple of weeks. I mean, nobody works that know. fast. <laughs> but anyway, there's a store up there, but I love cheese. And when you're looking at all the pictures today, everybody's posting at the Collegeville Bakery up there in Collegeville. You know, they they claim to be and I believe them because they're honest people up there, they are the the longest active mo- fresh mozzarella-making facility in the Philadelphia area. Wow. And, you know, when I was a kid, I used to make fresh mozzarella right around the corner from where we are here in South
2: mozzarella. Philly. At, the,
1: at Mancuso and Sons. Right. I was out there squeezing. I was bringing down the 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 20-gallon, Metal containers of milk down the steps, uh-huh. throwing it in the vat and making the cheese and the, the ricotta and the mozzarella and then and, and putting all the stuff in there and then getting it all out, the curds and whey, whey. I have to
2: give tons of love to Collegeville Bakery. Absolutely. Because they gave us some bread and we put it in the freezer and when we took it out of the freezer like a month later it and toasted it it
1: was still it was still phenomenal
2: perfect it tasted phenomenal. like it was just out of the oven it was amazing it
1: really is we got to get back up there i know luigi yeah. was up there a couple months ago we got to get back up there they do a great job but this is me if you want to know what i look like when i see cheese not just a grilled cheese sandwich this is the absolutely best <laughs> video posted today on national cheese day And it was posted by at Shelter Pets Toys. So it's shelter animals, Mm -hmm. and they always post videos of, of animals that are rescued, like my son Chris and his wife Erica rescue animals. They rescue senior dogs. But these are Shelter Pets Toys is the site. And this is the best cheese video I guarantee you. You will see anywhere all day long. This is me when cheese is in the house. Do we have
2: it on? It's playing. But oh, okay. I guess there's no sound. No, there's no sound. Oh, okay.
1: But that dog right there, so if you haven't seen it, I don't know. Okay, it's a mixed dog. What, what would you say the breeds are there? I,
2: it looks like it's a, maybe a Weimaraner mix, but it is. this is Tony. I can, <laughs> I can verify. This is Tony. If I did this to you, this yes, is exactly. Yes, this is the way I would yes. react,
1: although I don't think my head could move that fast. So if you haven't seen the video, it's classic. You'll see it on the site. But and you go to Shelter Pets Toys, and you'll see it. It's, it's replaying a dog, over and over again. It's a again, dog obviously. just waiting there, waiting to be fed. <laughs> and, you know, dogs always wait when they know food's coming. But this particular dog, and whoever the person is that's feeding him, has a handful of shredded cheeses. It's the mix. It looks like there's some cheddar, some uh, mozzarella in there. You know how they have the shredded cheese in bags that yes. you buy? Because, you know, it's a pain to buy your own cheese and shred it unless you're... But I like to buy the shredded cheeses and the mixes, because you can get the four Italian cheese mix.
2: I can just—I'm just playing it on a continuous. Loop and then I'm and telling you, this is it. a
1: lot of cheese. So this this person <laughs> <laughs> drops all of the shredded cheese, and as it's falling into the dog's face and his mouth, he cannot go fast enough to absolutely grab down every single. Sh- he only missed a couple of shreds, but when you consider the amount of cheese that was dropped in his face and in his awaiting mouth, pretty impressive. That's phenomenal, right there.
2: Now, it's a five blend. Unfortunately, <laughs> if anybody that has owned dogs and knows about giving cheese to dogs in excess, it's probably going to come out in excess yes. the way it went in. So, don't don't be feeding your No, no, no. This was just often. for National
1: <laughs> Cheese Day. And it wasn't like a pound of cheese. No. See, I could sit down and eat a pound of cheese. Yeah. You give me some fresh mozzarella that's still oozing with the milk. You know, when it's really fresh, not the one you buy in the store that's right, in a package right, right. and it's been there for a month, it's solid as a rock. You can use that. You shred it up, you put it in your lasagna. You know, you use fried shredded mozzarella. Yes. But as from Valley Ford says, I'd say cheddar, Mexican, and a five blend. Oh, you're talking about the dog. Yes, <laughs> we're talking about the dog. But that dog really liked that cheese.
2: I'm trying. you think that no- the
1: dog liked the cheese or it was anything that was going to be oh, thrown Oh, they at love
2: it. cheese. I mean, even though it's not really great for them, they can have it in small, small, Amounts occasionally as a special treat, but I can't. I don't know one dog that doesn't like cheese.
1: I love cheese. It's um, National Cheese Day, now, by the way. Cheese, Celebrate accordingly.
2: Is there any cheese that you don't like?
1: Uh, from under cheese, but uh, nobody likes that. <laughs> well, some people do.
2: There's only two <laughs> kinds of cheeses that I don't really care for Limburger. No, no, I love all the blue cheeses. I don't like smoked cheese. You don't a like really... a
1: smoked Gouda? No.
2: No. What's the matter with you, you Robin? It's so
1: gouda. <laughs>
2: you know that smoked gouda is not <laughs> really smoked. A Dutch thing. Like you don't buy it over there. That's an American's the smoked cheese. Well, they thing just smoke ganjo
1: thing. over there. They don't smoke yeah. cheese.
2: And the other thing I don't like is I don't like uh like the jalapeno or the pimento type cheese. Yeah, yeah, I don't
1: like don't don't yeah. just I don't mind Gruyere. obviously a fondue for me and you. I could just put my hand oh. in it. When I do fondue, which we don't do very often. When you go to one too. of those fondue restaurants, uh huh. I go through at least a loaf of bread and at least two gallons of <sighs> melted cheese. I know. It's phenomenal.
2: There's nothing better than melted cheese. I don't know what I would do if I were allergic. Our friend Jackie, who, by the way, for those of you listening last week, had a horrible accident. She was in the hospital, ICU. She's doing so much better. Like She's done an amazing recovery. She's going to have a long road. She has the, the broken ribs. And, and But thank goodness, the tear in her kidney and the punctured lung, those... Organs heal really fast. Yes. So um, she's well on the mend. There, the swelling on her brain went down. So I was making fun of her that uh, she's not going to turn into a blonde, but um, and um, yeah, she's doing very well. But Jackie found out late in life that she was allergic to cheese,
1: which is an. I would not be able (laughs) to continue on with life if I couldn't eat cheese or drink wine or have pasta, which is why I'm a fat pig now. And I'm going to go on the Draymond Green diet. I saw something this morning. Speaking of Jackie, our friend, she and Kevon Looney have the same situation. They are out for the rest of the NBA finals. Kevon Looney for the Golden State Warriors. He has a cartilage rib situation that's a torn cartilage in one of his ribs. So that's so painful that he's not going to be able to play. So he's out. Jackie's out for the Western Conference finals, which resume tomorrow night in the NBA. But we got a lot of baseball. We got hockey action. We've got uh, Major League Baseball. We got Manny with the Grand Salami in San Diego late night. If you stayed up late, we got home like 1130-ish last night from our trip to Tampa, and I turned on the game, and I watched Manny just jack one out of the ballpark. Grand Salami time from Manny Machado. We'll get to that in a second. Plus, we got all kinds of baseball news. We've got hockey. We got football news. We got a Gator update from Florida. Now, Robin and I were in Tampa. We left Friday night. And as we've been telling you, we were going to go down there for the memorial service with my great friend Steve Dumig. And the memorial was on Sunday at Featherstone Country Club. I have
2: to say it was one of the more meaningful and beautiful memorials I've ever been to. The fact that it was, I mean, were there tears shed? Absolutely. Everybody was crying multiple times, but we were also laughing. It was a really beautiful. It was a great way to remember somebody.
1: And, and, and Steve, one of his
2: favorite places, it was held at a golf course. His
1: golf course. Yeah. That's where he played. Yep. That's where I played several times. That's where our buddy Dean, whenever they would have a WDAE golf tournament, they played it at uh, multiple places. But that was Steve Dumig's home course. That's where he played regularly, all the time. And that's where he wanted his wife and family wanted to have the memorial and the people at Featherstone, uh, Feather uh, Feathers Sound, I believe, is the golf course in, uh, in the Clearwater area. Great place, beautiful track. And so hundreds of people gathered in the big conference room. And Charlie Belcher of Fox 13 did a terrific job oh as my gosh. MC.
2: I don't so know how people. he did it. So
1: and I, was- you know, I went up there. I was nervous because even though I've done this for almost 50 years now, there's something about speaking. Speaking on a microphone is easy for me. Speaking in front of a crowd. And so people were sharing emotional stories. I was one of the first people that was asked to go up there. And it was my honor to pay tribute to my friend Steve Dumig. But there were so many great stories off the cuff from people. I wasn't reading from I had a couple of notes you know, that I read from talking about the great stories that Steve and I had together all those years. that uh, We've known each other over 20 years. But it was, it was great. And Phil Esposito was there. Bobby the Chief Taylor. So many people from all over the Tampa Bay area. And Phil Esposito was phenomenal. Espo. You know, he hated him when he played for the Bruins. But he is one of the funniest, wildest guys you will ever meet. Espo was there, and Bobby Taylor got mad at me because I didn't mention his name. Of course, former Flyer goaltender back up to Bernie Perrant back during the Cup days. Guy I played street hockey against here in Philly. I told Bobby I got a picture I got to send him. It's me, Joe Pellegrino, and a bunch of Philly sports dorks playing an outdoor street hockey Burn. game. Whoops, sorry. An outdoor street hockey game in Center City, Philly, right after the Flyers won the Cup. And Bobby Taylor was in goal, and I was rifling them that's top that's shelf. That's and by the way, Dean, turn the, damn ra- turn the damn sound down in the background. What do you think this is, Boston Sports Talk Radio, pal? Good afternoon. I out How may I assist you? I can assist you right now by, let me, let me give you a little just something to get your day started, Dean. I know it's already after 1 in the afternoon in Tampa, but I want to play something for you just to make you feel right at home for you and your cousin. Is it your cousin? <laughs> What's your cousin's name? The guy that was giving me crap the other night when we My got... My cousin Greg, yeah. Your cousin Greg, who was giving me crap when the Boston Bruins laid the 7-2 biblical beatdown on the St. Louis Blues in Game 3 in St. Louis. And then last night, what happened? Just when you thought it was safe to come out of Boston. What a great shake-off. You know, I mean, you got to give him credit, Dean. you got to give... The St. Louis Blues cred. They, they, they were absolutely destroyed at home. Their goaltender was wrecked. They had to take him out. They were dominated from Jump Street. And then this is what's great about hockey players. They shake off losses right away, and they go back out there. So there's been zero momentum in this series. You will have to admit that. Will you not, Dean? Oh, no. Both teams, are, I mean, it's been a great series. Hard-hitting, and you just, you know, you're digging down deep when you when you back up against the wall so far in these four games. And now... Nobody know I mean who's got to, you don't know from one game to the other who's gonna win. It's bad for gamblers. No, you don't it's good it's bad for gamblers. It is good. Now obviously it's it's a four, you know, two two. And now they they know they're gonna go back to St. Louis for at least a game six. That's the one thing about what we want, and that's what I've been saying. Since I don't really have you know, a horse in the in the field here, I want to see good games. And we've seen some good ones. The seven two game is obviously out of hand and give Boston credit, but Last night, you got to give the Blues credit. Shut them down on the power play. 0 for 2 for Boston. Lots of rebounds in that game, and that's where all the goals came from. And Ryan O'Reilly, you got to love Ryan O'Reilly. I don't have to love anybody on the Blues. All I know is you need to come back down here when the Stanley Cup's over because I'm going to Eddie and Cindy's Las Paderas and get me 20 free cheesesteaks. I'll be down for that. You know that, pal. <laughs> by the way, give it a Hey, up. listen, Tony, it was, good. it was good to see you, by the way, man. It was awesome. No, thank you, Dean. It Dean hosted us in his house with his lovely wife and his and his uh, sister-in-law. They were going through a recent loss in their family of I their know. mother. And so it was. there was a lot of grieving and there was a lot of uh, remembrances this past weekend. So it wasn't a vacation trip for Robin and I, but we did go to the zoo on Saturday. We got there late yes. Friday. We went to the Tampa Zoo, which was phenomenal. Got to touch the elephants. We got to go backstage and see. Uh, we didn't see the koalas backstage. They were sleeping all day. Those lazy bastards. But we did go see uh, <laughs> the penguins, and it was it was a phenomenal day. But and it was, the turtle.
2: They and you the turtles. Yeah, closing. we
1: were we were stroking the turtles. They like to be touched. I didn't realize those gigantic Galapagos turtles. Yeah, they like turtles. to be pet. They love. They put their necks out, and then when you rub underneath their legs, they stay. they're like they're like on hydraulic jacks. And these are monsters, like the 500-pound turtles, tortoises. And then you rub them around the the foot and the feet, Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they would raise up off the ground like a hydraulic jack. And then as soon as you stop petting them down below the shell, they would slowly go back down to the ground. Unbelievable animals. The thing that yeah, was pretty I, awful. I
2: have to say, though, my observation of what their neck looked and felt like, I it, it looked and felt like what I imagine a hundred-year-old penis to look like. Oh,
3: right.
1: <laughs> that's that is seriously what it looks. Yeah, it was kind of daily. Well, if I'm around for another thirty years, you may be able to have that same experience. Well, and then the,
0: I mean, and
2: then when they they would stick their neck out because they wanted you to pet more, yes, and it would grow. It was. So it was just very much it's like <laughs> watching Pornhub.
1: Later night <laughs> some of those really crazy movies that they put up <laughs> Ryan O'Reilly is our buddy OG6560 uh, says Ryan O'Reilly's a nice Irish name should be playing for a Boston team but no he plays with a blues Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, I don't love those guys. you gotta love those guys with the teeth out you know I mean that's what's great about hockey players man those guys are missing teeth they're out there they, they pull out the plates and they go out there and go after it man and the referees let him go like that you. Thing. You pull, you pulled out a plate the other night. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I pull out anything. In fact, I have tape of when I first got to Tampa. When I first saw my lovely, the first lovely lady I saw there in the Tampa Bay area, I said, "Excuse me, while I whip." Yes. You out. <laughs> so we Saturday we go to the zoo. Dean's a great host. Sun. Uh, and then we go to dinner at Capitol Grill Saturday night in downtown uh, Tampa, and it was a great, great night. And then so Sunday was the memorial. Right. And we all got dressed up, and we went over, and it was... People were saying, wow, it's going to be a three-hour memorial? What's this going to be? And you it know,
2: flew by. Nobody wanted to leave at yeah, the end of three hours. It was- no, a- there
1: were some great stories being told by everybody. And Tony, I, you know, just
3: uh, all seriousness, you did a fantastic job, Tony, to start the things off. You, I mean, it, it's, it's almost, you know, it's crazy how
1: much of family... People become, you know, Steve and me, I feel you like your family, you know, just all intertwined by radio and radio talk, and the way you were just, you know, describing out how you met him and, you know, through the years just going through it. You did a great job. Well, it wasn't really a job to me because I, I, I was really nervous. Because, you know, all these people really knew him a lot better. I knew Steve for 25 years, but I didn't see him every weekend or every month. Right. You know, I'd see him once, twice, maybe four or five times a year in the years I got to go to Tampa many times. But in the time yeah, I, I would golf see him, the time I played golf with exactly. him on, you know, on this that, u-
2: that was the uniqueness of Steve, though, is that when he made you one of his. Mm-hmm. Yep. You were family. Absolutely. And he made you feel so special no matter how often. you, Because I felt, I mean, I only knew him for a couple of years. And I felt that way. Like, I missed, I, I lost a family member. And that's how he made you feel. He was just... Yeah, yeah. Was and it was a
1: great, great show. You know, I've been to a lot of funerals and memorial services. And obviously, Steve passed away a few weeks ago. So this wasn't the, the, the actual... Funeral. This was a, an event because the funeral was last weekend and it was private for family only. And it was also Memorial Day weekend. And so people came from all over to be there on Sunday uh, for this memorial. And it was three hours that you're absolutely right. It flew by. A lot of people were passing around the mic, telling stories. And again, I thought it was a beautiful afternoon, remembering a great, great friend and saying goodbye. And the best part was the Belvedere shots because, as you know, Steve was a big Belvedere guy. I even brought a bottle of Grey Goose, which I didn't even open and left. What you. You, you were supposed to open up and take a Boston Bruins shot glass that I gave you and take a toast from it, and you didn't. You let me down. Well, but here's why, because I didn't realize that Jen, Steve's wife, was already going to do the whole everybody gets a shot to, to have a toast for Steve and poured Belvedere. So I run to a liquor store with Dean in his car, on Sunday, because now the liquor stores are open. At, they're not open at noon before they changed the law. You used to have to wait till noon on Sundays to be outrage. able to buy booze at a liquor store. So Dean's like, oh, they're not open till noon, and we were up early getting breakfast at Lenny's in Clearwater, which Dean rated, gave it like a two and a half. Right, Dean? Yeah, it was it was okay. It was nothing great. No, but it's not. It's a joint. It's not like fine dining. It's not like the other place we went to yesterday. Yeah, but Tony, there's there's a line around the building every time you drive by it, like, great place and great food, man. It's just because you're, you're, you're from Philly. You're no, it's not different Philly place. There's hotels around there. People stop in and get breakfast. It's the best breakfast in Clearwater.
2: It has a good ambiance, though. What do you mean it's the best
1: breakfast in Clearwater? The it says it right, right on, on, the on the side. hundred times better. <laughs> it's, We're not on Clearwater Beach. That's over near the Philly uh, baseball complex. Spring but Green. you said it's the best place in Clearwater. That's Clearwater. The one we went to is still Clearwater, Jabroni. It says right on the window, the best breakfast in Clearwater. You're going to doubt Lenny and the Great People who run that organization, yeah, because they say it's true, right? (laughs) Get out of here.
3: (laughs) And not only that, they don't even have my picture. I have to whip you.
1: Why, why, you know, you were here for three days and you almost drowned my poor cat seven times because you didn't put the toilet seat down. That's not me, Robin didn't do that. I always put the toilet seat down, (laughs) no, the lid. I did not leave the lid up one time, and you never told me that your cat, and I still didn't leave the toilet seat up because there's all women in the house. Excuses, excuses, So it was Robin. Yes. It was Robin, of it's course. All,
2: don't, haven't you figured out it's always me? I'm always <laughs> <Yeah>. to blame. <play.
1: laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, guys, I, I hate to cut it off because I really, I've got a million stories I could tell you about Steve and Tony, but um, i got to be somewhere today. But, Tony, once again, it was great having you and Robin here. Um, hopefully, Karen and I will make it up to Philly sometime soon. You're you know. welcome Again, a And we'll job. wine and dine you and take you around. And Just Dean and Karen, thank you so much, guys. It was a lot of fun. You know, we we it, it, it wasn't the whole purpose of the trip was not to be a fun trip, but luckily on Saturday we had the day, and then Monday the day we part, made it fun though. Yeah, and and we were there for Sunday, but you know, we sw- we snuck in a trip to the zoo, uh-huh. and then uh, yesterday we went down and took a walk on Clearwater Beach, stuck my finger, and then I by the way, the one thing I have to Brag about because I put my foot in the ocean, <laughs> there, in the Gulf of Mexico, at Clearwater Beach, and, 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 and I am the world's greatest human thermometer. Now Tony it comes has a to very accurate dipstick, so I know <laughs> when I put my toe in any water anywhere, I know when it's too cold. So I walk up to the beach as it's starting to lap over my toes, and I said, "Damn, this water's nice." It's because Dean says it may be a little cold yet, you know, because yeah, it's only yeah, June. Yeah, Remember, this isn't the Atlantic City here. Yes, Tony, a...
2: you were accurate. So said... I put
1: my foot in that water, and I immediately said, Robert, can you turn this mic off? This is perfect water. <laughs> and I, so I immediately said, what did I say the temperature of the water was? Now, obviously 80, if degrees. You, 80 I said, degrees. I said, I'm going to tell you right now, if I had a thermometer right now, and I am a human thermometer, I'm telling you this water right now is 80 degrees. Now, of course, it's warmer right near the beach because the water sh- is shallow. And I'm sure when you go out deeper water, which we didn't go out swimming. We were just walking along the beach, and I was taking pictures of beautiful asses and posting them.
2: We did a very funny video. We did though. a video. We did a recreation of a video that's already out there, but we kind of made it and and I, we, a special one. We, Dean we, and I, Dean Robin and I
1: walked on the beach for how far Tony, did we walk?
2: Dean really does have to I go. I know he has He has an appointment that he has to go to. So long yeah, story short, I, 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 Tony guest. I'll be listening, guys. Listen,
1: again, it was great seeing you. Love you guys. Thank you, Wait, Dean, Love uh, you, before too. Before
2: you go, Dean, this is, yeah. this is just for you, again, as your outro music...
0: my phone damn it <laughs> game five baby game five coming up tomorrow night! and he's out no actually
1: Thursday night to play
0: he's out he's you out
2: yeah we didn't get to you see the game because we were in the air I
1: right? know so when I landed I texted Dean I said by the way what happened in the in that Bruins uh Bruce game and he never responded
2: uh, so we knew immediately that the Blues won
1: exactly Anyway, that was our weekend in Tampa. Great fun, a lot of friends down there, and it's a great place. It was hot as hell, though. It was ninety uh, degrees and super humid. Every I loved day. every
2: single second of it. I, I love was, warm
1: weather. You don't hear me complaining, no. but it was really, really, really hot. I mean, it, it was ninety fantastic. and high humidity. It's like I August.
2: I was. We were at the zoo, and I was. I actually had like a, the only thing that I brought with me was this sort of black undershirt. Everybody thought I was crazy. I was like, I'm cool. I'm fine. I was
1: Schwitzen. I spent seventy dollars for bottled water there. <laughs> so the dean, don't you have any bottled water? And he doesn't. He uses he uses his own water. He has filtered water.
2: Yes. But I had to
1: buy. A, so I ran into uh, Publix, and I bought a gallon of that, eight point eight, pH balanced water. Yeah, that's
2: good. It is. It's yeah, perfect really for good. you. Hey, uh, I just wanted to do our friendly reminder right at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. that if you're watching on Periscope, YouTube, or Facebook, you still need to make that. Switch to Twitch. Go to twitch.tv forward slash BrunoNationLive. You can follow for free, download the app for free on both your computer and or your phone. Phone is great because it'll send you reminders as soon as you follow the Bruno Nation for live.
3: Exactly. uh,
2: for, For free. And then if you want to subscribe, you can do that for free as well if you have an Amazon Prime account already all you need to do is link your Twitch account to your Amazon Prime account, and then boom, boom, it becomes Twitch Prime, and then you sub- you can subscribe to Bruno Nation Live. But follow for first, free. Follow, follow, yeah, follow, 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 follow. It doesn't follow. cost you
1: anything to follow or even watch the show every day. No, but if you want to subscribe and get all the other behind the, the extra scenes, benefits. all the other shows that you may have missed, they're available twenty four seven on the Bruno's on the Twitch archives. station. And I even saw somebody tweet, somebody uh, texted me this morning, tweeted me that uh, our good friend. Chris Rose, because you know I watch Science Channel a lot, right? And they they're running the reruns of Battlebots. Remember the Battlebot oh, shows? yeah. And Chris Rose was doing them, but now they're bringing it back because they've been running all the reruns. But now because it's so popular again, On Twitch? no, they've been no, they're going to though. Oh. Chris Rose apparently is going to be doing a live. BattleBot show on Twitch TV. Oh, very cool. And so people are saying, yeah, that's Twitch TV. That's where Tony Bruno's on. on. We got to get Chris Rose on.
2: Yeah. um, And also, if you are... What was I going to say? Oh, and if you are on the chat room right now, please, please um, share the show. Share the show... Early and often, as Tony says. Because when you share the show, it truly does help our numbers immediately. We see an influx in uh, followers and people commenting, and that
1: helps us. And we have, without 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 question, because it can be documented now through the digital platforms, the most loyal audience... Maybe on all the Twitch platforms.
2: Yeah, it, it is truly amazing. One of the things that uh, some of the Twitch people have said, they were like, how are you doing this? How are you getting people to listen to almost the full three hours? And we said, hey, it's must, must I was talking to radio. some radio
1: station PD executive types down in Tampa, and when we were talking about the time spent listening, and our time spent listening is like two hours and 43 minutes of a three-hour show, which any radio station in America would die for. So we thank you, the loyal listeners. Because you love the show, you're listening, and we hope you continue to tell your friends, and we can blow this thing up. Now, like s Falcon
2: 39 is saying that the system keeps going down. I am watching... System of a down, maybe he's asking I, for a song? I am watching Twitch online right now, mm-hmm. and it is not going down for me. So it probably means that your internet connection is lagging behind. If that is the case... And you want to just switch over to audio only. If you are listening to it on your phone, you can switch over by going to settings and then scrolling down and then go to audio only. And then you won't have that skipping problem or that lag problem. Um, Because I'm watching it, like I said, I'm watching it on Wi-Fi from... I'm casting it directly to the TV, and there's absolutely no skip whatsoever. So I know that Twitch is fine.
1: We know there's no skip Bayless on the show. No.
2: Um, and, and we have I noticed thing. some new, like, uh, I think he wants to be called Iculus. Iculus is uh, new on here. Tony, I miss you on WIP here in Philly. Where? And then Dark Knight NJ63. Uh, just did a major shout out to me, going Robert. That's not
1: Robert Pattinson, though. The new Dark Knight, though, right? He's the new Batman. Which is, I don't even. You know want what? To go He's there. probably going to turn out to be good. Everybody's Maybe. ripping the guy. You
2: know what? I hope so for his sake because uh, we've had enough bad Dark Knights. But um, yeah, see, a lot of other people are saying that there's no lag there. So S Falcon Thirty Nine, it's probably your internet connection, and I apologize for that, but. Go talk to your internet provider for that. <laughs>
1: as somebody requested earlier, S Falcon 39, system of a down.
2: Oh, and you know what else we have today? We're going to have a what's in the box segment, and I'm really excited about it. We got another one. Amazon package? We did, and oh, I'm, I am a mean, box. This one's a
0: box,
2: so we'll have that in a few minutes as well. And for those of you who do not know what that is, um, we have an Amazon wish list, and we just so you can either order from our Amazon wish list or you can just send something to us if you would like. And whenever you do, um, we will and it doesn't, you know, can be anything that we have talked about or expressed interest in or on our Amazon wish list. It contains items that we need for the show to make it better and improve it. And um, whenever we do receive something from one of our fantastic loyal listeners, we will open it live on the show, and we will recognize you in multiple ways.
1: By the way, people are saying that, uh, that Google Chrome works better for Twitch than Internet Explorer. Oh,
2: okay. So if you are on your computer and you're watching it on Internet Explorer, switch over to Google Chrome or Opera or one of the other. I'm, I am streaming it on Opera, I believe. So, which is a a Google affiliation. What are we listening to?
1: System of a Down, Robin. We had a request for it. No, actually, you said the system was down. Oh. And that's the first thing I thought of was System of a Down. That's how the show works. You know that by now.
2: Yes. This is Tony's... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the workings of Tony's brain. mention something and he will think of a song.
1: I need to get tatted up like that one dude.
2: You know what we need to do? This is actually would be a really fun segment. Yeah. This would be a really fun segment. (laughs) People text us something and Tony does the music association. What is the first song that he thinks of when somebody texts us something? That would be a
1: great. Well, whatever. Like, for example, the gentleman said, I believe it's a gentleman. It was as Falcon 39 system keeps going down. So when I see system going down, I think of system of the down. That group that I just played it would be pretty punk, metal, crazy, hate, whatever you like. That's what we play for you here. We play the hits, we play the fringe songs, we play the old songs, we play the good songs and the bad songs. As we say on this show, sometimes
0: it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.
1: Exactly. That's what we do. Exacto mundo. Meanwhile, so we gave you the hockey. Big win last night for the Blues. Fans were disappointed in their first ever game, which they lost 7 to 2. And now that's their first ever home win in a Stanley Cup final. So that's the 2-2 now. Flyers make a move, though, in hockey. I know people saying, what are you talking hockey? Because last night the big story was hockey and baseball. We'll get to the baseball. Hockey. Flyers got the new GM, Chuck Fletcher, as you know. Right. And so now with the NHL free agent period starting up, contracts, uh, offers, Flyers jump the gun here, and they make a trade to get from the Winnipeg Jets Kevin Hayes, the 6'5", 216 forward. He can play center ice. He can play the wing. And Chuck Fletcher and the Flyers' uh, new coach, Elaine Vigneault, both know this guy. Vigneault coached him with the New York Rangers. So Kevin Hayes right now is a Flyer as far as he's Flyer property, but he will become an unrestricted free agent in a couple of weeks. And the Flyers will try to get him signed before then. And if they do sign him because he was a Winnipeg Jet and an unrestricted free agent, the most they would lose is a fifth-round draft pick. So this is a good acquisition. They're hoping to use him as the second-line center so they can give some of their young players a little more developmental time. You know what I'm saying, Robin? You follow me on that?
2: I try to follow you, Tony, as much as I possibly can.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know, because the Flyers have a lot of young centermen, and they want to make sure that this guy can come in, you know, especially like some of these 20-year-old guys, like Nolan Patrick. He's the second-line center on this team, and he's only 20 years old, so... This kid will give him a chance, move up to the second line, and then hoping to add some talent to this team because the Flyers of all the teams here in Philly is sports-wise. they got a lot of young players, but a lot of young players who really aren't ready to step up and make that next step. You're asking 19- and 20-year-olds to come in and save a franchise. Very few players can do that. Some have. But they've got a lot of young guys, and now they want to add some veteran leadership and some veteran talent. This guy had uh, 55 points, his best year ever last year, with the Rangers and the Winnipeg Jets combined. So that's your hockey news. NBA Finals, I mentioned Game 3 tomorrow night in Oaktown. And yes, the Golden State Warriors, 5.5-point favorites in Game 2, Robin. 5.5-point favorites. What does that tell you right there? That all the people who thought, oh, Toronto, man, the, the Warriors look old. They look terrible in Game 1. Then they're going to lose Kevin Durant. And Boogie Cousins isn't going to be able to play, and as I said to you after Game 1, the overreaction happens after every game, especially in the NBA. And what happens? The Warriors come out, no Kevin Durant. They lose Kevin Looney, They lose Klay Thompson. It looked like... It looked like Steph Curry was not feeling well, and he comes out there, and all of a sudden Draymond Green and company show you that they can play defense. And they shut down Siakam, who went off for 32. And they're the veteran team, which is why they're going for the 3 P. And they're in the fifth consecutive NBA Finals. So that's tomorrow night. We know no uh, Kevon Looney for the rest of the series. We don't know about Kevin Durant. We keep hearing he's going to be may, make you ready the next time. But we do know that, uh, that Boogie Cousins, DeMarcus Cousins, played well the other night. And he'll be back in action tomorrow night as they go to Game 3 in Oakland in the final games. At the Oracle Arena, Robin. you realize that, right? The Oracle Arena is about to be no more. Well, they're not going to tear it down, but the last game that will be played in the NBA Finals in Oakland will be the last game that the Warriors will play in Oakland as they move to their new building over the river, in over the bay in San Francisco. I can't Francisco.
2: imagine that they would keep. I mean, what else are they going to do? They there? can like do things. Meets? It's still open.
1: They got the Coliseum, which is going to be empty in a couple of years once the Raiders move to yeah. Las Vegas. I
2: mean, but the-
1: they'll do concerts and stuff. Look at the Forum in Englewood. Jack that's Kent true. Cook's vamp in this Forum, well, where know the Lakers could- used to play. I know
2: they have swap meets there. Well, I have swap yeah, meets you know, everywhere.
1: We got them in this neighborhood on some weekends too. I, I could hear it.
2: I but am hey, talking whatever- <laughs> about a different kind of swap meet, but okay, that would be interesting.
1: Now, do we find? All right, so let's get to baseball now, Robin. I got some other NBA news, too. We got the Kawhi Leonard suing Nike story we'll get to. We've got the, um, the 76ers have made some moves. Not, 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 not about players, not about free agents. You know what the Sixers did today, Robin? What did they do? They fired their medical staff. The Sixers, not all of them, but their two main medical guys who have been criticized, not by name, but because of the way this team has handled uh, yes. injuries and, and guys don't seem and to even be, like Nobody knows what's wrong with anybody. Dysentery issues.
2: I all mean, kinds like, of all issues. All sorts of stuff.
1: So quietly, without much notice, without much fanfare, the Philadelphia 76ers, they said they did not retain. In other words, they fired yes. their asses. Yes. The Sixers have fired doctor... I don't,
2: I don't think that the uh, the medical staff has contracts that that expire like other types of players and or radio hosts have.
1: <laughs> no, but they, they do. I mean, they have the doctor signed deals where yeah. they are. In, they They're are, not
2: just like staff?
1: No, I mean, n- normally they don't get fired unless they screw up. And guess what? They screwed up. Yes. The last couple, just look at all the players that they've drafted that weren't medically ready and then they couldn't tell what was going on and they'd have to have three weeks to determine whether they were going to take another test to see if that person three weeks later can come back and start re- rehabilitating. So the two guys that they have, and I'm going to play a song for this, because it's an appropriate song. And I'll get to that in a moment. So the doctors are Dr. Doctor Daniel Medina, who was the...
2: Calling Dr. Fine. calling Dr. He, Fine. He
1: was the vice president of athletic care. The other guy they fired was Dr. David Martin, who was the director of performance research, and development. So the Dr. Medina, who was the vice president of athletic care, obviously didn't provide enough athletic care to keep his job. And I'm not, I am not—I don't relish people being fired. I'm sure this guy's got a, another job. It's not like, oh, yeah. you know, he's, he's going to go and leave the world and go to a third world country. He got a contract because he convinced the 76ers he should be the director of athletic care. And then the other guy, Dr. David Martin, Director of Performance, Research, and Development, Robin. I thought
2: you were going to say enhancements.
1: (laughs) I'll tell you what that one guy is going to do, though. At least he's got a music career to fall back on, Robin. At least we got a musical career. For him to come back on you know what he will be
0: what will he be no that I'm a
1: star. play this for Dr so David Medina, daniel Medina Daniel
0: Medina the, other side of the cantina. I asked the guy why he's so fly he said funky Cole Medina.
1: that's what he should have been given the sixers some funky Cole Medina Dr Medina but no yeah guys heard all over the place nobody knew where they were coming back nobody knew what the injuries were and it's not just one year, it's been the last few years. What the hell's going on over there? Brother,
0: show me a secret on how to get more chicks. Put a little Medina in your glass.
2: Yeah. God, I used to love this song.
1: Dr. Medina did not have this prescription or this concoction.
0: So I something to my dog when he began to bag and then he and he looked at me and did the wild thing on my leg
1: you ever have a dog do the wild thing on your I leg right I do oh, I love
2: I just love I remember but this now, was
1: you love when a dog does the wild no, thing I'm on just your just leg no I'm just
2: remember what time this was uh, like you know was this 1988
1: 89-ish
0: I got spuds,
2: baby. it was after 89-ish yeah I graduated, yeah. I graduated got Alex
1: from, from Stroh's he's got Spuds McKenzie
2: I graduated from high school this was huge I went up to this girl is a hard money. <laughs> yeah, Perkagas says, "1989." Yeah, that was a good job out of me. I remember that.
1: I would hope you remember your high school days.
2: You know what I remember? I remember. So I was dating my then not yet husband. We weren't even engaged yet, and I remember doing it in the front seat of his car.
1: To Funky Cold Medina. To Funky Cold Medina. Did he slip you some Funky Cold Medina?
2: <laughs> he was waiting. He was either waiting or he had just arrived on the on a train. <laughs> No, I don't saying. remember all the details. I just remember yeah. this song playing.
0: Yeah. This is the 80s.
1: No, yeah. They should have had Dr. Oz.
0: No joke.
2: Now, no. Yeah, they, and they're also <laughs> saying, uh, have the Sixers <laughs> hired Dr. Robin or Dr. Oz but as team ask. doctors? No,
1: they should have hired Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine. Yes.
2: I think they would have been have uh, no, been better than the doctors that they had. Good Lord.
1: Not Dr. Demento, there's so many great doctors. Dr. Benny Boombat's. <laughs> Dr. Killpatient from Bugs Bunny Mm-mm-mm.
2: Dr. Kildare Wasn't he one of the TV stage Or TV doctors
1: Yes absolutely That was Richard What's his name He was well, he was the guy Who was in a lot of shows Back then Dr. Dr. Kildare. Kildare Yeah
2: That wasn't like Richard
1: uh... That was his name Dr. Kildare He was a young guy Who did a lot of shows And now I can't remember Now you're going to have to help me Somebody will help me right away yeah, Not on. Dr. Nick from the Simpsons.
2: Since I have so I I by the way my fabulous Elgato I was starting to work on it this morning and I didn't have time to finish setting it all up prior to but I do have two laptops here that will be able to do two things at the same time. Very shortly, I can I can actually it'll be able to do more. It'll be able to do four. Four how many th- how many things at the same time? Right now it can do two at the same time, but it is <sighs> going to be able to do four.
1: Could it do... Two chicks at the same time, man. I What's this have- guy's name now? Richard something.
2: Damn it. Come on, people. Dr. Chamber- Richard Chamberlain.
1: Richard Chamberlain.
2: That's who I... Th- I was trying to get somebody... <gasps>
1: Richard ...to Chamberlain trigger my head. Was Dr. Kildare.
2: Yes. Okay. Richard Chamberlain of Shogun. Yeah, he was on a and, ton of stuff. Um. The Thornbirds yep. and oh my gosh, he was in everything.
1: That is great, Doctor Richard, uh, not Doctor Kildare.
2: And he was not Ben Casey, major, who was major a different heartthrob. Doctor. And then didn't was he another person that ended up coming out
1: later remember, on in Robin, life? I can't keep track of that stuff.
2: I don't. We'll remember. find
1: out. It's Pride Month. Yes. Is he still alive, Richard Chamberlain? Know. We got to find out.
2: Okay, I will look that up while you go on to the next.
1: Not Doctor Richard Hertz. You can call him Dick. Thank you, Bob, from Valley Forge. We really gotta go there this early in the show.
2: Richard Chamberlain, very handsome man. Oh yeah, he
1: was a hearthrop. Um back in the
2: days. he is he's still active um in acting. He is not dead. He is 85 years old. He lives in Beverly Hills, and he was known for his television show, Dr. Kildare. Ha ha yep. Um, I'm
1: the one who mentioned um, Dr. Kildare. Well, wow. now mentioned, somebody mentioned it on the text board. I couldn't think of Richard Yes, Richard I mentioned
2: Shogun. I mentioned the Tho- Thornbirds. Mm-hmm. He also was in the Bourne Identity, and he was the first man to play Jason Bourne. Did you know that?
1: I did not know that. Yes. He did? Yeah. Not Dr. Strange, of course, or Dr. Who. I mean, it's going to run down all the doctors before uh, people start getting pissed off.
2: Um, of yes, Chamberlain like- was outed as a gay man at the age of 55 by French women's magazine Nous Deux Nous in what? December, in December of 1989, but it was not until 2003 that he confirmed his own homosexuality in his autobiography. Good for him. Not Dr. Love. Oh, yes, and he was also Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold.
1: That's right. Yes. I know he did a lot of stuff back yeah. in the day. You remember this song, though, Robin? Doctor Love.
2: Dr. Love? Yeah. Are you are you going you, to play did you turn,
1: it? I, I'm playing it. Did you turn it down? I sure did not. Alright, here we go.
2: Oh, wow, it sounds weird in my headset.
1: Nah, this is old school.
0: He's got the potion and the motion. When I'm feeling love, when my love starts to blow.
1: Dr. Love, yup.
2: He's got the potion and the motion. You say that all the time.
1: He's got the pep in his steps. Got the dip in his hips. He's got the slide in his stride. He's got the soul in his stroll.
2: Isn't this your Tinder handle, Tony?
1: Doctor Love. <laughs> this, is, this is discophonic greatness from the '70s, Jeff. <laughs> You never danced to this in the club in the 70s, Robin, when you were eight years old? <laughs> when I was like two, seven. This was 1977, kicking it back. so I was old like school. eight, yeah. Not Dr. Bombay. I love Dr. Bombay. <laughs> Not Doc Gooden.
3: You <laughs> better believe he knew
2: righty. Okay, that's enough doctor association. Doctor name association. Play that tune, Tony Bruno. Doctor Love.
1: I got one more doctor. Okay, again, one more doctor. One more
2: doctor. Come on, Tony.
1: Actually, there was a there was a TV show called doctor, doctor. This is
2: this is not. Oh, Doctor Evil. That's another good doctor.
1: The doctor the doctor list is unlimited. Yes. I had a good doctor once. I didn't keep him, though. So I had to go to Dr. Evil, Dr. Boombats, and then, of course... Uh, Dr.
2: Feelgood is another Dr. one. Feel yeah, good. that's a good one, too.
1: Doctor's are, Dr. Dr. Dre, don't forget about Dre. I know. How can you forget about Dr. Dre?
2: Damn, there are a lot of good doctors around.
1: <sighs> well, I don't know if they're good, but they're...
2: Well, they're not around when you need them. <laughs> okay, on to the next, Tony Bruno. This is not... Wait, one more, though. Oh.
1: Just one more time, Robin.
2: Good Lord, Tony... See what happens, people. I kn- you know what I need to do is I need to start just feeding you Adderall in the morning and just telling you it's vitamin.
1: No, I mean, listen. This is this is called this is how your mind you expand your mind. You bring stuff out. Oh, I totally this agree. keeps you sharper mentally when you can go back into the recesses of your mind. Don't ask me what happened last week. But if it's from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and My 90s... My
2: favorite, Dr. Doolittle. Yes. The, with the push-me-pull-you. I love...
1: But the... how about this one from <laughs> one of <laughs> your favorite guys? Okay. No, that's not the song. It always goes to the back song. Here it is. The hot night. That's your boy Robert Palmer, Robin.
2: Yes, it is.
1: I've Dr. Seuss. Doctor, Doctor, tell me the news. I need you. He brought those chicks back one more time after Addicted to Love. I know. shimmy around in the black dresses and the super red lipstick.
2: I wish that he'd been a nice guy.
1: He's dead, Robin. Respect the dead. Come on.
0: Doctor, Doctor, give me the news I got.
1: And Dr. Pepper, don't forget. Dr. Feelgood. Dr. Cosmo Kramer. Dr. McCoy on Star Trek. Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor, not a basketball.
2: We can keep doing this forever, I (laughs) think.
1: Trapper John MD, remember him?
2: Dr. Julius Irving. The doctor!
0: Yeah! (laughs)
1: Robert Palmer was good though, man He was Even though he was a dick In real life Do you care about that? A lot of people are dicks in real life
2: The only reason I cared about it Was because the dickage Was pointed at me He was not nice And I was young and fragile And it affected me I was very upset this was back in the day when, if somebody was mean to me, I was like, oh.
1: Dr. Pimple Popper, the latest, greatest oh, doctor.
2: Oh, no, we did not have to bring her up.
1: Dr. Paul, animal veterinarian.
2: I want to have Dr. Paul on the show, by the way.
1: Not Dick Paul, the former no, Major League Baseball. the league.
2: fantastic veterinarian who was originally from the Netherlands. Of course. And I might be slightly biased, but he's awesome.
1: Of course, uh, Bird and Gus once another, what did Robert Popper do to Robin? You've told that story many times yes, around. Yes,
2: it was in Guam when he was on tour and I was working as a club mate down at the pool and um, he was just a total dick. Like, he
1: just, he... He didn't give you a tip or did he go Sean go McCoy on you?
2: You know what he was? Stiff it, you on a tip? He did stiff me on the tip, but that's beside the point because a lot of people, you know, they're they're just not used to it. They think they don't realize Especially it. Especially in have Guam
1: because they're worried about the island's gonna tip over because <laughs> <Yeah>. it's like <laughs> narrow on one side and <laughs> so stupid. <laughs>
2: but um he came down there with his entourage and um he dissed not only me, but his entourage as well. Like He was so...
1: He was dissing his own... Did he have yeah. all the girls with the red lipstick and the black dresses? I don't remember
2: the girls being there, but like his band and, and techies and, and grips and all that. But They they were all really, really friendly and he sat off by himself and then when did I went he over... Pulled, again, do
1: you know who I am with you?
2: Yes. Oh,
1: he did? He pulled oh. one of those? Oh,
2: yeah. When I went over to find out if he needed anything or if I could do anything, he just sort of like waved me off and um, if I recall correctly, I mean, it's been a long time, but he said something like don't bother me again like and then I, I was I was kind of shocked because of the way he said it and the tone of his voice and I went back over to the rest of the group and he, they said don't pay any attention he's always like that he's an ass
1: so there you have so. it Robin bad brush with fame because yep. a lot of people meet celebrities and you know we, we watch them on TV we see actors and we think they're the same as they are in real life and their movie roles or singers and you're like oh my god I love you and then they're like get out of here you bitch And all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because you know, people are especially big time. I'm no celebrity, and I talk to everybody. You know that, right? But the big time celebrities who are hassled everywhere they go. Sometimes they're. they're, And this was a private. This wasn't a big. A lot of people were there. This is a pool in a in a small resort in Guam. This was
2: a private resort, high end. It was the the only four star resort on the island at the time. And um, yeah, so there
1: weren't a lot of groupies there bugging him and that kind of stuff. Okay, because a lot of these people can't go out. Yeah. So anyway, I want to throw that out there. So we're done with the doctor jokes right now. That is your doc of course (laughs) we don't need any doctors in this house. We have Dr. Robin. That's medical Uh, WebMD's own Dr. Robin.
2: I'm more of a nurse practitioner.
1: Yes. They do all the work anyway now. Yes, I (laughs) do. You go to a doctor's appointment. You never even see the doctor. He may Uh come in at the end and say, Hey, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. And then he leaves. He goes to the next room. Yeah. Well, the nurse practitioner is doing all the typing and working. And everything, taking the blood pressure, mm-hmm. taking blood, whatever they need to take. And I, then the I do all walks the
2: work in. with much less pay. Exactly. That's that is definitely why. As I...
1: Dark Knight NJ63 says, he was addicted to love. But um, you get it, addicted. <laughs> or Dark... sit on my lap. There was a song called "Take a Letter, Maria" by R. Gre- R. B. Greaves. Yes. Remember that song? Yes. Take a Did letter. It was oh, a guy yeah. basically abusing his secretary. Yeah. He was, he was trying to hit on his secretary to have her write letters. It's a
2: great song. But it but was a DJ
1: listen- I used to work with named Tom Dooley, and he had a really great radio voice. And every time he talked that song up, in fact, I'm going to play it and do the talk up for you. This is a great, oh, great. Oh, would you? I have yeah. it. I have it right you here. You got it right now? Take a letter, Maria. Let me know when you're going to start it, because it's got, it's, it's a, there's music in the beginning. It's not a very long intro. Okay, here we go. We're gonna, you, I can find it, Rob. I got it Here's okay. R.B. Greaves. This is live version. Got it right now. Take a lot of Maria. Let me know when you're, you're going to start. No, I'm hearing a, re- I'm hearing a coming background. No, no, no. This is, uh, sorry, excuse me. No, I hear myself I know, on there. I know, and I know why. I don't want this version. I don't want the, I don't want the uh, live version. Gotcha. I want the studio recording of this.
2: Studio recording coming up.
1: But don't start it yet, because there's a very short intro. So this is what Tom Dooley would do. He'd be coming out of another song, and then he'd start the song and say, I right, play it Because it's only like a five or six, seven intro. Hey Maria, why don't you come in here and sit down in my lap and take some dictation?
0: Last night, as I got home,
1: you get it, Robin?
0: And then you have to talk it
1: up perfectly, and you can get away with I that back. You see, now you can say anything the on the
0: but when you would say, I kept my, my, cool, I ain't no fool.
1: So his wife's cheating on him. So he catches his wife cheating on him. Uh And then he tells his secretary to take a letter, Marine, Address it to my wife. Say I won't be going home.
0: I'm
1: going to start a new life, bitch. So
0: this was like a Dear Jane letter?
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. Send a copy to my lawyer. Gotta
0: find new life.
1: So basically, he's using his secretary to tell, to write a letter to his wife to tell her to get lost while he's trying to bang the secretary as he moves on.
2: I still haven't heard the, where he's coming on to the secretary.
1: Person. Listen. It's a a really well wrapped up story. It starts, it's not like that dumb uh, Pina Colada song. See, back then, these songs were stories, and they were condensed in like two and a half minutes. And they got in, got out. Now, this is the part where he talks about wanting to be with her now.
0: Woman, Remember this now, Rami. It's hard to understand that she would find more pleasure in
1: the arms of another man.
0: In the arms of another man I never really noticed
1: how how sweet you are to me. It just so happens I'm free tonight would you like to have dinner with me ah, see Robin there it, is. there it is see he used the secretary to tell his wife I caught you cheating bitch you get out get the lawyer and now by the way after you take some dictation How about we go out tonight? See,
2: why do you have to make it like that? See, to me, it's like, you know what? All this time, I didn't realize how wonderful you are to me. Wait a
1: minute. He's using his secretary as a bounce back, as a rebound, before he's even left his wife.
2: No, what he's doing is he's he's finally realizing what was under his nose the entire time. He was fighting for his marriage, and she was just, you know, treating him like crap. And so balls. then he goes... you never he, listened
1: to the lyrics of those no. songs? I, those, all I those never... those songs, like the Pina Colada songs about a guy looking to cheat on his wife whose wife is looking to cheat on you, him.
2: You have explained so many songs to me that I had no idea what they were
1: about. Yes, and I grew up in that era. That's when I was um, hitting everything that moved. So I was learning the, the, the wedding... Because I wasn't married when these songs were hot.
2: Yes. Now, by the way, I have to apologize <laughs> to several of the people that are, that are giving bits... Um, especially Bully77Mustang, even though he's still on the leaderboard with 1,000 right now, but somehow or another it defaulted. I put in there that it's supposed to be the entire from beginning of time bits. Not the week to week. And not the month to month. But for whatever reason, it's looking up. It, it, it started over at the beginning of the month. So This I, is a
1: long season. We can't be yes. doing this. This isn't the spelling bee. Where we're going to have eight you know eight people tied atop the leaderboard on the bit board. But we want to thank everybody, Burton on Gus and, of course, the great David Conrad in Las Vegas and all the other great people who are listening to the show, sending us bits, and Trevor following... from the
2: 203. So there's, there... bits, for those of you who do not know, are your way of buying us a drink or, you know, giving us a tip for giving you such a fantastic three-hour ride.
1: Exactly. You normally would pay upwards of $70,000, yeah. $90,000 for this kind of entertainment in this short period of time. But for you, it's absolutely... It's a marathon, Exactly. And, Not a sprint.
2: And bits are, um, when, when, you, when you give them to us, and you can earn bits, you can purchase bits, you can do different things to, to get bits, but however you get them and you give them to us, we get to keep 100% of those, yes. unlike... Um, it's like a
1: tip jar at the bar. Yeah. You know, you got the dueling pianos, we got the dueling uh, talkers, Robin and Tony, and we bring you both perspectives. Robin gives you the female side. I give you the female side. Which is side. the correct one. Usually. I give you the female side and the male side. I could, I can self-identify on different shows. Oh, That's the great you, thing about being gender fluid.
2: You can channel your inner I can f- channel women. my...
1: Uh, I have uh, I have a lot of skills that many females have, and most men don't. I mean, I, I could be a man mm-hmm. and do all the manly things.
2: Well, you did learn from lesbians. But
1: I did. Yes, I did when I was 17 so, years old. I lived with two yes. 30-year-olds. So I learned as a youth.
2: Although you really shouldn't call them lesbians. One of them was a lesbian. The other one was bisexual. Exactly,
1: but... And the After other one a while, was
2: trisexual.
1: They, I was a trisexual. <laughs> I was trying anything with him. But hey, that's how you grow up sometimes. Luigi's working today. Luigi's on the program. It's not like we got rid of him. Now he's got different shifts. Right. He, was, he took care and of the cats over the will weekend. will be
2: doing his show tonight.
1: Is he doing the, the uh Yeah, he's doing Funkin' and his Fantasy, Fantasy, tonight? Fantasy
2: tonight. So stay tuned at 7 p.m. this evening, 7 p.m. Eastern, Luigi will be doing his one-hour Funkin' Fantasy show, which is much hilarity and hijinks as well. Exactly. In a different way.
1: And I want to also back to Dean for a second. I want to thank his wife, Karen, too. Yes. You talk about the hookup. Now I know why... Now, why Dean wants to be married to her for thirty years yeah she 's got the hookup she works for some like billionaire guy, yep, and so she 's not his not his Maria because he 's not hitting on her. he just knows that she 's a great great personal assistant, mm-hmm. so he 's got the hookup, so when we went to the uh they call it now the, we had the Zoo we had, Tampa. We
2: had the hookup in several different directions, and it was sort of a miscommunication thing because we had the director of finance, Mark. Um, he was uh, he's like, please, I want to um, when you come down, I want to show you my zoo if you haven't been. So he was getting us the hookup, but then, but then Dean's, Dean's wife, wife was, was like, had did. the
1: ultimate maximum super duper hoop duper hookup.
2: Well, yeah, because at zoo her boss is. Uh, her boss is one of the the, the manatee...
1: Uh, manatees? The
2: manatees area is uh-huh. named after him. It oh, has that's, right. that's right. Yeah. That's right. He's, he's a, a muckety monk. Muck. He's a muckety monk. So big he's got the hookup.
1: Muck. We had a great time, and it was very warm, but it was great to see everybody out there down in Tampa. Meanwhile, we got uh, baseball news. The baseball news for the Phillies and a lot of teams is bad right now. The Mets stink out loud mm-hmm. in New York. You can pick up the New York papers. you think the media in this town... The columnists are hard. There's nobody harder on athletes and general managers and management than the people who write as columnists in the New York tabloids, especially the New York Post, killing the New York Mets and their general manager because of Jay Bruce, who the Phillies just acquired from Seattle, and now the Mets are an absolute mess, and now they're turning on that general manager again up there because of the bad trades that he made. GM uh, Eddie... Van, I think he's Dutch, Robin. it's No, it's Brody Van Wagenen. Wagenen. It's V-A-N Wagenen. Brody Van Wagenen is the general manager of the Mets.
2: If it's a -A V-A-N, it's Dutch. It's it's V-A-N,
1: Van Wagenen. Van Wagenen. Van Wagenen. (laughs) Jay Bruce, remember, the Mets had Jay Bruce last year. Right, right. Then Van Wagenen decided to trade him to Seattle to get... Robinson Cano, don't you know, who's been an absolute bust so far, has been hurt a lot, made a lot of bad mistakes, isn't hitting. And then they also picked up the guy who's their closer, who hasn't been closing very well either. And so they're down on Van Wagenen in New York. They're down on Mickey Calloway, the manager in his first year, second year. And so New York's a mess. The Yankees got a guy they can't get rid of in Clint Frazier who they thought was going to be a decent outfielder, Mm -hmm. and now they can't give him away if they tried to trade him. He has zero value. He's the worst. You think the Phillies have outfield problems? This guy, Clint Frazier for the Yankees, he could be the worst outfielder in Major League Baseball. The guy can't catch a ball. He can't field a ball. He can't throw a ball. He's an absolute disaster area. So his teams, and the Yankees obviously are damn good, and so they're trying to figure out who's going to be cuz they got guys hurt and they've been doing remarkably well despite all of their injuries with Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. So they've been throwing guys out there and they thought this Clint Frazier who got off to a good start was going to be that guy. Now they're like they're afraid to put him in the outfield. He's basically a guy who hits okay. He should be a DH. And he's not even that old. So you got an outfielder that you can't put in the out and that's the advantage of the American League. You can take a guy who can't field and then make him a DH and get him to play regularly. You can't do that in the real league, which is the National League. We don't do any of that crappy DH crap. So anyway, the Mets are are a mess. The Yankees are okay. The Yankees are trying to get some help. The Mets apparently don't even want Dallas Keuchel, who is the plum free agent starting pitcher that's available right now. And so that's another thing the Mets fans are uh, outraged about, is why they're not even interested in adding a guy to a pretty good damn starting pitching rotation. With the New York Mets. The Yankees will probably get Keichel. Uh, obviously there's a couple of guys out there, and there's gonna be a lot of dumping of salaries. Teams like Seattle, they already got rid of Jay right. Bruce, paying a lot of his salary for next year to come to the Phillies who need you talk about a team that needs that has no outfield right now. In case you missed it last night, Phillies not only have lost this is the guy these are the guys who have played outfield for the Phillies so far in the first sixty games of the season. And most of those guys are not even here anymore. First of all, the big loss last night, Andrew McCutcheon, who's not an outfielder. He's, their lead, uh, he, he's an outfielder, but he's their leadoff man and one of the best leadoff men in baseball. He's been playing left field, center field. Odubel Herrera was supposed to be the center fielder. He was in and out. Then he got in trouble. Now he's still on the suspended list until uh, till June 17th now, and who knows if he'll ever be back. No Odubel Herrera. No Roman Quinn, who can't stay healthy enough to play two weeks consecutively. No Aaron Althair. Altair, who was decent last year and then was brutal this year, they finally released him. We mentioned Roman Quinn, Nick Williams, who was okay in the outfield, but then they sent him down. Then Scott Kingery, who's an infielder, they've been using him in center field. And then they go out and get Jay Bruce, and then they lose Andrew McCutcheon, who's been playing center field or left field, depending on the injury situation and the lack of bodies that they have. So Kingery's not an outfielder, but they had to use him out there. And now with... McCutcheon hurt, and we'll find out. They're doing an MRI today in San Diego, so we're going to find out the severity of it. If they lose Andrew McCutcheon for an extended period of time, despite the problems they're having with their pitching and the outfield in general, losing him at the top of the lineup is going to be a major, major loss. And the Phillies are really now. They've lost five in a row. They can't score any runs. They go out to San Diego after getting shut out 8-0 and swept by the Dodgers in the final game of that weekend series. They go into, into San Diego with Aaron Nola on the mound,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and in the fifth inning, he starts to fall apart, and he gives up a couple of runs. And then all of a sudden, they bring in our boy J.D. Hammer, Robin, and unfortunately, things did not go well. Even though they weren't his runners on base, except right. for one, the runs, the six runs, were all attributed to Aaron Nola. But let's go to that that uh, that absolute disaster in the sixth inning. Bottom of the sixth, Phillies baseball against the San Diego Padres. A guy who's not having a great season either is Manny Machado. Bryce Harper, having a decent season, up and down, strikes out a lot. Was 0 for 4 last night. So what happens? Manny Machado strolls to the plate. Two outs. Bottom of the sixth inning. Aaron out of the game. J.D. Hammer just basically throws one right down the middle of the plate, and Manny Machado went oppo-bopo, and remarkably, it went over the right field fence. And that, that Bryce Harper, the other $300 million player, watching it sail over his head, and coincidentally into the hands of a guy wearing a, a Phillies jersey who caught the baseball when it left the yard. Let's go to the tape.
2: Or is it not playing sound? Where are you? Back
0: at the wall, grand slam! Manny Machado with a slam that
1: puts the Padres on top, eight to one. them all, Manny! Padres taking it to the Phillies tonight in San Diego. Right down the middle, Manny letting Hammer do all the work and taking that one the opposite way. Oh, yeah, ride that horse. Ride that horse. <laughs> and you saw the guy. I think the guy had a Chase Utley jersey in, set, in this over the right field wall mm-hmm. where the home run is hit. And my buddy John Clark went on and asked a typical sports talk radio phone call ringing question. The guy catches the ball in right field, and he has a Phillies jersey, a Chase Utley jersey. And people were wondering or at least John Clark was wondering, shouldn't that fan who's in San Diego, by the way, representing the Phillies with a Phillies jersey on, catches a home run from Manny Machado, aren't you supposed to throw the ball? None of the Cubs fans started this, but they do this in a lot of ballparks. You get a home run ball from an opposing team, you're supposed to throw it back. It's an unwritten rule. It's stupid. You're getting a baseball. That kid kept it. And now John Clark wants to know, is it a violation? Because I love that term in radio. Is it a violation to be wearing a Phillies jersey at Petco Park where the Pets don't even go anymore, even though they're a decent team and the Phillies are in there? You would think they'd have more than 12,000 people on a stinking Monday night. I mean, what else is there to do in San Diego? It's a beautiful city, and I love it. That's the only sport they have. They don't have an NBA team. They don't have a football team. They don't have a basketball, te- basketball team or hockey team. They're minor league sports. But the Padres are it right now. They lost the NFL You would think that more than 12,000 people would show up, especially for Philly's Padres, two teams with big names. So Machado hits the Grand Slam, and, of course, people are talking about it. I know they haven't had minor league hockey. I said that. They got minor league hockey. They got minor league everything. But anyway, it was Chase Utley jersey. Did I say Chase Utley? I thought you did. Yeah, the guy was wearing a Chase Utley jersey. So he catches the ball. It's not even that he didn't throw it back. I don't care whether you throw it back or not. He looked like he was excited to catch the ball. He was the only person there. And he caught the ball on the fly. You watch that tape again and freeze it when the guy catches it. It's a dude wearing a Phillies Chase Utley jersey. Now, maybe he's excited that he just caught the home run ball. But I said one thing this morning on Twitter before I came on. I believe it's up to the Daily Beast, the website, the Daily Beast, and their amazing troop of journalists to find out who that guy was wearing that Chase Utley jersey and dox him. Find out where he lives, his name, address, and expose that guy. Because what he did last night, you do not jump up and down when Manny Machado hits an oppo-bopo home run over Bryce Harper and you're standing there enjoying it. That's just wrong. I believe you should be doxed, Robin.
2: I agree. I'm trying to say, oh... You can see him just starting to jump up and down.
1: You see the guy, right? He's got a yeah. Phillies jersey on.
2: He does have a Phillies jersey on, and I'm trying to see. It's a Chase
1: Utley jersey, if I'm not mistaken.
2: It's hard to tell from this angle. Is it a violation? It's very small. <laughs> Let me see. It says number, I think it says number 21. Is no, that, it doesn't, Robin. I'm trying to say. I, Freeze
1: to, it. Like they, do, like they do on TV. I know. That's Freeze it I'm right gonna, there. Hold on, when, it, me... when the ball gets over, and the kid is only on camera for like a second when he catches the ball. Because you see Bryce Harper going back, 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 so back, this back?
2: Is, this is the guy, and I'm trying to...
1: You see him, he turns around, and he's jumping up and down with his hands in the air like he really doesn't care.
2: It really, it looks like it says number 21 on, his, on the sleeve.
1: Anyway, the point is he's Turn wearing around. a Phillies jersey. Let's see. Can you, just, can you just... I
2: can't go in any Can't go, can't go another frame-by-frame
1: frame on it? We can't go Zapruder film on it?
2: Let me see Anyway, I- there's a
1: guy with drums behind him. So he's in this area right over that fence where it says San Diego's best source for something. And he catches the ball. And he's in the right spot, spot in the right time. We need to NBC it. That's right. That guy should be doxxed. And he should not be allowed to get on a plane back to Philadelphia if he's even <laughs> from here. Is it a violation? That's the big question. So
2: you can definitely see Phillies, I mean, obviously. And there is his hands are going up. And then they cut to a different camera right after this. So it's hard to tell what jersey he is wearing. But it's definitely a Phillies jersey.
1: and It It doesn't really matter right now, Robin. What matters is...
2: Well, you asked me to go frame by frame, and that is what I am doing. I just wanted to
1: see what it was. But the big story... I never suggested, by the way, that Jay Bruce is going to play center field. Jay Bruce is going to probably play left field. And you see who they're bringing up from the minor leagues? The Phillies are rushing a guy into San Diego who was the eighth overall pick in the 2017 draft from Virginia. Adam Hassley. Adam Hassley. You want to talk about a guy whose stock has risen? Because the Phillies have had some, the last three years, 2015, 16, and 17, three top 10 picks in the baseball draft who are all now called the first round club playing in Redding at double-A. So Hasley was drafted, the eighth pick, 2017 draft, stud in Virginia. He goes to uh, to Redding last year, was tearing it. Actually, was in in single-A last year.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And he goes up to double-A Redding to start the year, and they didn't think they were going to need to call him up this no. soon. So what happens? He's in Redding. He's tearing it up. They move him up to triple-A, Allentown, Lehigh Valley, last week. He's in Allentown for one week, and now because McCutcheon's hurt, you know, they got a no Doble Herrera. As I mentioned, what's his face? Nick can't stay can't stay healthy. Roman Quinn. Aaron Altair is out of here. Nick Williams is up and down. Scott Kingery's not an outfielder. So maybe Bryce Harper moves over and plays center field. And this Hasley kid plays right field. So I don't think you're going to put Hasley in center field, a guy who's only played one week at triple A. Now, again, catching the baseball is different than hitting the baseball. You know, this guy can catch a baseball. Right. If he's a good outfielder, he's a good outfielder. But that, they're going to throw this kid into a tough spot, and we'll find out about Andrew McCutcheon, because as I mentioned, and he's absolutely awesome in left field, and he's the guy who's the, the leadoff batter on this team. He's the star. As they said, as somebody point out, Buddy Joe Quills points out. No, it's not a Jay Johnstone jersey out there. 21, play Jay every day. So anyway, the Phillies got an outfield mess. They got a starting pitching mess, and they got a bullpen mess. Other than that, there's still a half game up in the National League East, at least for another. The Phillies could be in a position where they relinquished first place in the National League East for the first time. I think they were out of first place or tied for first place Mm -hmm. a couple of games earlier in the season, and they were tearing it up. Now they've lost five in a row, and they're in a, a total disarray. Aaron Nola gets lathered last night, had nothing. We saw Jake Arrieta in Los Angeles get lit up. Their best pitcher was the Alvarez guy that they threw in as an emergency starter against the Dodgers cuz at least he kept them in the game and that was a close game. But since then the Phillies can't score and they can't uh, and they can't pitch. Other than that they're great. <laughs> so it's a mess right now. And uh that's that was ugly again last night for your fighting phils. But look out for Adam Hassley up from Allentown out to San Diego, hello. Dodgers meanwhile Red hot, six in a row. But how about those Colorado Rockies? Left for dead. They've won eight straight. They're, only, uh, they're actually in second place in the National League West. So the Dodgers, six in a row. The Rockies, eight in a row. Dodgers up nine and a half on Colorado. And the Padres in third place, ten and a half out. And as I mentioned, Cano, the, uh, the situation with Manny Machado, he hasn't exactly been tearing the ball up. Going into the game last night, he was in an 0 for 15 slump. And Bryce Harper's had his slumps, too. Lots of strikeouts. So that was Manny Machado's 10th home run last night. That's his ninth career grand slam. But Machado, as I mentioned, going into that game was 0 for 15, had a brutal weekend against the Miami Marlins, 0 for 10 up until that at bat last night when he hit the home run of J.D. Hammer. So Hammer has the good looks. He's got the glasses and everything else. But you keep throwing absolute meatball pitches right down the middle of the play to a hitter like Matty Machado, you're going to get lit. And he got lit for the Grand Salami time last night out in San Diego. Imagine people trying to go to bed after watching that because we got back late and I turned it on and I saw, oh, man. I saw Machado's Grand Slam, yet I was still because I was so exhausted from the heat in Tampa that I was able to put it was to an emotional
2: my, weekend, too. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. emotional weekend. But no, when you're, in the,
1: when you're in the hot sun for a couple of days, you don't yes. realize how much it takes out of you. So I watched the game, but I was able to go to sleep because normally I used to stay up and watch a game and I'd say, "Damn, that's horrible!" But that one was so ugly, and Aaron Nola was so out of it in the sixth. In- Aaron Nola can't go. He, he he's, these pitchers and a lot of starting pitchers, they get into the sixth inning and they shit the bed. All these pitchers can't go seven innings anymore. It used to be a big. You got, now it's five innings, and it's a, it's a quality start. Steve Carlton had more complete games in 1972 than the entire major leagues will have this year. One pitcher in 1972 had 32 complete games. Nobody gets 32 complete. No staffs have 32 complete games. No league has 32 complete games anymore.
2: Now, Trevor from the 203 said, "Miss Robin and Tony, I did check the tape, and it is a chase out. That's what I
1: thought, too. I checked the tape, too. What's his number? Chase Utley? Yeah. twenty. I don't know if you... Did he wear 21? I thought he wore different. He didn't wear 21.
2: It, maybe it was just the angle of what I was looking at. That it, Because it did look like 21, but it must be...
1: I know Jay Johnstone was 21.
2: It said, Oh, 26, he said. "So yeah, it was from 26. That's from, why when I saw... Because it was he was turned a little bit. So you could I thought see, I saw but, yeah.
1: 26. Okay. It wasn't 21, because okay. Chase Utley wore 26. That's why I said... But that's why I wanted you to see it from behind, because if you look at his arm, yeah, they don't
2: have that. Y- one it looks like the mind.
1: one, but it's not. It's a six.
2: The clip that I had didn't didn't show it. By the way, I have a huge favor to ask because um, yes. we are still streaming live to Facebook, oh, YouTube, and Periscope because I haven't turned it off yet. And here's why. There is one person who is a huge fan, Mickey mm-hmm. Delaney, who is stuck on Facebook because there, he was having a problem switching over to Twitch. Um, he created an account and then he got locked out. If there is anybody that is both on our Facebook page and on Twitch Could you go over to Facebook if you have the time and help Mickey figure out why he's unable to get over to the Twitch channel? He thought he'd created one, um, but um, he's having a technical challenge. And since I cannot do it and I'm not familiar with signing on to Twitch as a fan, I could really use the assistance. So if you can just uh, somebody on our Twitch page, if you let me know that you are helping Mickey, that would be fantastic. Thank you so much. And that's why I'm still on Facebook. Yes, hey Mickey, hey Mickey.
1: I love Tony Basil, Basilico. She shortened it to basil though. One of my favorite spices, and I recommend you have large quantities of basil in your backyard gardens like we do here. It's very
2: delicious and good for you.
1: Some parsley got some cilantro. We've got an award-winning garden out there, Rod. Or I should say, I have an award-winning garden out there. <laughs> I
2: have an award-winning aquaponic system that I designed with the little fishies in it. But Tony's the one that keeps it up. <laughs> yes, he does.
1: <laughs> hey, no, we know Bruce. Uh, we, come on, Joe. You don't think I know that Jay Bruce can't play center field? He'll play left field. He'll be all right in left field. They were just hoping to be another bat off the bench, a left-handed bat. You gotta have, well, we got oregano. I got some amenta. I got the, you know, the the mint. mint.
2: I got have, cilantro. We even have some uh, cat grass.
1: Cat, cat grass for the cats. And
2: cat nip for the cats.
1: Yeah. I got uh, sage. I got sage. I got pineapple sage. I got regular sage.
2: You got lettuces.
1: I got uh, dill, dill weed. Yep. I got all the lettuces now, it's getting too hot for lettuce. They're gonna start wilting. You gotta do lettuce and spinach earlier in the spring. When it starts getting up in the 80s and 90s, Lettuce does not work, Robin. Not Sage Rosenfels. No, he's not out there right now.
2: So this we are playing this on behalf of Mickey Delaney, who is stuck over on Facebook because he's having a Twitch problem. So, um... Um, and, and there are some people out there, there's, this is not a rip on anybody, that have technical, you know, not, not the complete technical know-how. Like me. And so, yes, it's because Tony would totally be the same as Mickey, and he would need help. That's why I'm here. But because I can't do it right now during the show, could somebody please go over on Facebook and just help Mickey out? That would be so much appreciated.
1: So we're helping Mickey today. Yes. Guys um, like you, Mickey.
2: He's one of our number one fans, and we don't want to leave him behind.
1: Wait a minute. The dillweed is hosting Funk and Fantasy later? No, come on. That Louise is not a dillweed. Weed. Oh, that's enough of Tony. He's, he's, he's a, a buzzy. Jamaica a...
2: Demeka 215, he might need a little bit more help than that even. So, um...
1: You like the Greek oregano or the Italian oregano? Because there's different oregano strains. I like strains. it
2: all, Tony. I like different it all. Different
1: strains. Yes. D- different strains of everything.
2: Um... Oh, that's what I was thinking. Totally unrelated. Never mind.
1: And don't forget rosemary. The one thing about rosemary I recommend for all you gardeners out there is rosemary is very difficult to start from seed. You really have to start it early in, like in the winter, in January, because it takes a long time for the rosemary to grow. That's why it's much better to buy a rosemary plant at a gardening center. And that's what I usually do. And then I cut, make cuttings and then put them in water, and then you can make multiple plants by just cutting a rosemary twig off, stripping the bottom of it a little bit, and uh-huh. putting it in water—not just tap water. Just you know, they have this root grow stuff where you can dip the—you can dip it in there and then put it in water, and it'll root, and then it'll become another rosemary plant. So there's your gardening tip for the day. I'm not Joe Carcioni or Green Grocer, but I am Tony Bruno, the man with the golden gun and the green thumb. It's on my business card. If you want one next time, and need any gardening help. <laughs> Maybe you want me to come by and uh, check your tomatoes. Our tomatoes are already forming, Robin. Did you see them? Our I little, have not. Our you know what I haven't Orange. Even been we out have there? the little. See, I don't get the big, big, uh, big boys and all those big tomatoes. Cause they're easy to get when once they're in bloom in the summer. I mean, you can buy tomatoes out the yin yang. I get the little round ones, the grape ones that Robin likes. I get the sweet orange little grape tomatoes. Uh-huh. There, there's already some tomatoes on there. One's actually turning orange. We may have to do a gardening se- segment. Tape it and then play it tomorrow on the show. How's that? Just to show people the multiple skills that we bring to the table each and every day. I'm going to have to do a gardening show on the Twitch channel. I'll be going outside. I'll be tossing some salads and doing all those kinds of things that people enjoy every day when they listen to the show. I will not be getting the Nobel Prize in herbivore horticulture. As someone once said, you can lead a horticulture, but you can't make her drink. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're going to have tomatoes from the vine. But I, I usually I grow the little uh, grape ones that Robin likes. They're great in salads. They're sweet. They're
2: sweet. I, and then I grow
1: And then I grow the, uh, the plum tomatoes, the San Marzano's, which are great to make your own spaghetti sauce. The big tomatoes, I, first of all, I don't have a huge garden. I've got a little South Philly row home garden. So when I was trying to grow the big tomatoes, what happens is they get big, and if you're not on top of them all the time, they start to split. And then birds come in and start wrecking them. And then you got this big, beautiful tomato ready to pick. And some damn sparrow comes in and rapes it. Sons of bitches.
2: Now, um, talking about how talented we are.
1: Well, I'm not bragging. I'm just giving you some tips.
2: Uh, For just a second. Here's a talent in the other city by the bay that is one of our home away from homes in San Francisco they, they started something new, or they're going to be starting something new here. Uh, you know that parking is always an issue. Transportation yes, is always an of issue. Of course. Everybody and, and— At
1: least San Francisco has a lot of streets designated for scooter parking. I mean, yes. you'll see like a whole block with scooter spots. Here in Philly, they're sporadic. They're finally realizing that a lot of people in big cities with, with little parking have scooters. And so you really have to look for them.
2: And one of the things that they've gone, done across the country are those bike rides. Those shares. little uh,
1: regular bicycles and also now the electric scooter things.
2: Right, which are everywhere. Yes. And people leave them by the wayside, and then they run out of juice. And, um, the and somebody comes share. in the middle
1: of the night and picks them up and throws them in a pickup truck. Well, there's truck.
2: a new Swedish company that has come up with a transportation-sharing company. That apparently is already doing well in Sweden.
1: Are you serious, right now, Robin?
2: But um, somehow or another, I just do not think that it is going to catch on to the United States. I
1: is this an update you're trying to tell this me right is a, now? This is
2: an update. This is a. This Swedish, is not a local.
1: This is an international update.
2: They've done it internationally, but they're going to start in San Francisco. Which, to me, there's so many things wrong with this. There are hills in San Francisco,
1: and the hills have thighs too. By the way,
2: really, really steep hills. But I'm going to play the video, Tony, and and I want to see what you think of this particular transportation idea. I knowing already
1: know the idea, no, knowing- and I will give you my review instantly, and I will tell you how much of an absolute dismal failure this will be. But first, it's for you to decide. I'm not trying to sway your the, opinion on this. I give, I just give you my opinion. But I'll tell you right now, ain't no way in on God's <laughs> green earth <laughs> that this is working in any major city in America. Let's go to the new transportation mode, take four, and your correspondent, formerly part of the Swedish bikini team, and once had some Swedish meatballs at IKEA with extra lingonberry sauce. Here she is, Miss Robin Austin.
2: Dateline. From Malmö, Stockholm to San Francisco.
1: Malmö, I love that name, Malmö. That's a town in Sweden. That's where I think IKEA is headquartered in Malmö. Correct. Yes.
2: Kangaroo might be coming soon to you. Try to envision this, Tony.
1: It's got a good beat. You can dance to it. I give it a 65.
2: So far, so good. You're like, okay, you know. This sounds like it's a hip.
1: Well, there's hipsters, so you know it's got to be good. So they're putting helmets on. Yep. Kangaroo, but it's spelled C-A-N-G.
2: Pogo sticks, Tony Bruno.
1: Are you shitting me?
2: Pogo sticks. I couldn't even get on these for very long when I was a kid, let alone... When you are an adult who probably hasn't done them because they haven't been popular in so long, and then you're going to do it on hills? Are they crazy?
1: Are you, so now you're going to get a polgo stick, rent one, and then you're going to try on a hypodermic needle and poop-stained street to try to stand with all the people, too. Forget about the poop and the hypodermic needles if you can for just a moment. Say it's a perfectly clean street, and you're in a city like San Francisco where there's a lot of pedestrians. yes. And so even if there's no pedestrians on that street and you're going to try to navigate on a pogo stick one block at a time and not think that you're going to get knocked over or have clear path, unless you're really good. I mean, there are people who are good at this stuff. There are people with unicycles who can do it. Oh, absolutely. But the average person is going to get on a pogo stick? No.
2: The average tourist is not going to be able to – I mean, think back. Think back if you've ever tried to get on a pogo stick for the first time, you are not
1: good. Yeah, I mean, there's the segways, there's these bikes, these scooters, but there's no way you can even get up this up up those hills like Lombard Street or Hyde Street with a scooter.
2: How did it's hard to get up there with a
1: motorcycle, let alone a regular bicycle? How
2: did anybody think this is a good idea? And why would they put sink money into this? And out of all the places to start, why would you do it in San Francisco? I mean, you can't do it in any major city. It's crazy.
1: You expect people to be that. Dexterous to no. go out there and be able to maneuver around pedestrians on a city street.
2: I'm just, I'm just picturing. Okay, so, so, no, I'm not stereotyping here, but maybe I am because in San Francisco there is a very high Japanese tourist population, Asian tourism population, because it's a very large Asian. Absolutely. Popula- or, that live Don't there, go Hank too.
1: Haney on me now. But I'm just,
2: okay. I'm, I'm just saying facts, and I'm picturing. <laughs> All these groups of Asians with the cameras around their necks and their little their little fanny packs
1: and their cell phone in one hand. And, and that's not the Asians. That's like everybody <laughs> that's has everybody. a cell phone in one hand. There's how are no you going to do a pogo stick? No. Without holding another device or a cup of Starbucks <laughs> that's just, just or a, or insane. a joint or a joint in your hand and try because you have to use two hands on a pogo. I don't care how good you nah. are. Yeah. Can you do a pogo no, stick? There's no way. Because people can ride bikes way. with no hands. But can you do a pogo stick with this, one hand?
2: This is going to be an epic, epic fail. fail. And they're going to get sued. They're going to, I guarantee you, yeah, they're get Yeah, because there's no sued. place. It's
1: not like even these bike uh, share things. You just go up to a bicycle in a rack, swipe, swipe your credit card. They don't know who you are. They mm-hmm. don't vet you. All they know is that you swipe your credit card and they're going to get your money. But you don't know if these people are safe, if they know what they're doing, if they're wearing a helmet. Uh-huh. So the liability, because you did a story last week. That in China, there are absolute fields after fields fields
2: fields, of these
1: bicycles that they made for all over the world for big cities to have these bike share programs. And they failed And they fail, and then they they don't even send them out. It's it's like a graveyard, and they're all different colors. They've
2: mass-produced all of these different bikes for the bike share programs across the world, and so many of them have failed. I mean, here in Philadelphia, there are bike share uh, areas all over the city, and- there are maybe one or two locations where you'll see bikes missing mm-hmm. um, that are being used, but for the most part, there's all the bikes are always all yeah, bikes. here
1: in South Philly, where you know there's not yeah. a lot of places to park. There's tons of these racks of bikes, the blue nobody bikes. Nobody uses them, not nobody. But they're they're pretty much full most yeah, of the time. Most now of the time. we'll see here now that the weather's warm and whether we'll see more people because a lot of people have their own bikes and there's bike lanes in Philly and Philly's actually not a bad biking silly city. But the problem in Philly. Is that the bike lanes are usually on busy streets, mm-hmm. and the bike lane is so small that a lot of times the, the people are trying to drive and the people on the, on the bikes don't like the people in the cars, the people in the cars don't like the there's people not on the bikes. Room. And then you get uh, you know, you get this situation when you're trying to go out and you're trying to ride your bike and drive your car.
0: sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.
1: Exactly. And then there's people in New York and these 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 bicycle carrier people, the delivery people, they're nuts. Oh, yeah. So they're they're fearless because they have helmets, they have mm-hmm. shin guards, and they're driving, weaving in and out of traffic.
2: Because they get money for the faster they are, the exactly. faster they deliver, now, the more money they and get. And I'm
1: not talking about professionals who really are good at this stuff. I'm talking about the regular Joe Schmoes who got out and say, hey, let's rent a pogo stick <laughs> in San Francisco yeah. and go down Market Street. I mean, I don't know how it's going to work. I, I, get, I, I mean, scooters are I'm great. I'm saying
2: right here it's going to be an epic fail and there's going to be a major lawsuit.
1: And when i say scooters, i'm not talking about the ones like from the 50 cc's up. We call them scooters, the Vespas. No, the little, the these little, are like
2: the Razor scooters. The, yeah, they
1: look but they're they're, they're electric now. Razors,
2: yeah, they they're electric
1: Razors. They're electric basically skateboards with a with, ha- a, handle with a handle on it. it yeah. And a they're razor. they're electric charge. But you see them, remember? we saw them in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but the people in Atlanta complain about them too because the people who rent these, they swipe a credit card they ride it around, well, and they have fun with it. MRM4TN
2: then... says Nashville has scooters, and they've, they brought them here to Knoxville. It's been a complete and utter disaster.
1: Yeah, I mean, the bike share stuff, it's a great idea. I can get the bikes. I get people renting them. We did it in Washington, D.C. And it
2: was fantastic.
1: And we took the bike from you know right around. Everybody we did every single. Them, yeah. We did the Lincoln Memorial. So if you only have a day and you just want to do quick things, you rent a bike, and you go around. And you don't get it from one of those bike shares. There's actually places that rent you a bike, mm-hmm. get you the helmet get you all ready, and then you have it for the whole day. Then you take it back by a certain time, like 5.30 or 6. And so we would go, like, if you want to go from the the Lincoln Memorial over to Arlington, you know, that's a a hike. So you take your bike, and you ride across the bridge, and you go to Mm -hmm. Arlington National Cemetery. You park your bike, and then you walk around. So it's great in some places. And bike shares do work in some places, but in a lot of cities, and and China's the proof. Go look at it. Robin's got to post that picture. And again, I'm not knocking bike shares or, or car shares or rent anything, scooters. You can do whatever you want. I'm just telling you the success rate in a lot of cities, uh, especially for these new scooter things, these new little, they're basically the, the stupid skateboards right. with electric battery power.
2: Now here, I'm just pulling it up. So these are just several, many, 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 many of the photographs that you can find online. But this is one. Uh, it's like, sad. All that yellow, those are all bicycles just jumbled all over together. Um, here's another one where it's a little bit, This it looks like tulips, like a field of tulips, but those are all bicycles.
1: It's amazing. It's like thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of bicycles just dumped. And it's a it's a shame because how many people would love to have a bicycle? You know, and they can't afford it. I know. And these are not like cheap garbage bicycles. Yeah. These look, aren't hundred dollar bicycles. And
2: this is this is going to end up being in in what's that show that you like where they look at stuff on oh, the world uh, from the you know, satellite called, video? Uh, it's
1: called. Uh, it's called. The new season is starting soon. What on earth? Yeah. What on earth? What I on guarantee earth?
2: you, this is going to end up being on a what on earth episode because they'll
1: see a satellite will take a picture of that and they'll say, what is that?
2: What in the world? And then they world? bring
1: these scientists in who already know what it is. They're like, I don't know. What could could that be? Toxic waste and then they zoom in on it, and then they send somebody down there to walk so around. Here, this is,
2: uh, I'll just do a synopsis since I'd already done this story. Residents of Hangzhou, China, can hop onto any one of the at least 86,000 bicycles and ride wherever they like because the bikes are easy to find. Um, they, the um, police have rounded up 23,000 bikes so far this year and hauled them to 16 corrals around the city. It's just bad. Bad, bad, so bad, those
1: bad. bikes are just being dumped there. These yeah, they're aren't, being
2: dumped. They're from the factory. They're, they, they're not being shipped out.
1: And again, I'm not saying bike shares don't work. They work well in a lot, like Washington, D.C. Here in Philly, if you rent a bike and you want to go down to the historic district, you want to go through the parks. Philadelphia has a great bike trail system through Fairmount Park and those kinds of things. But when you're trying to get through traffic in the cities, whether it's New York, Philly, even Washington, D.C., you got to be careful because there's a lot of cars on the road.
2: Well, we just—I can just guarantee you that um, in Malmo, Sweden, Sweden, there are going to be graveyards of pogo sticks. No I doubt mean, about it. Just, just... But
1: in, for example, <laughs> in, in in the Netherlands, everybody has a bike.
2: Yes, e- and everybody, oh, everybody has a bike. There, where
1: we were just seeing the video of all these people coming over. It was rush hour, and where in so, China?
2: No, no, no. The- it was in the Netherlands. Um, the public transportation or uh, the government—they went on strike, so all of Amsterdam was pretty much locked down because there no was public no public transportation. Trans- and public transportation system in the Netherlands is incredibly good. So many people use it. Um, their their trains were locked down, their buses, sub- everything. And so what they did is imagine the Holland Tunnel being closed down for cars and opened up
1: for One bicycles lane only. for
2: bar- bicycles. That's how there, there is a tunnel going into Amsterdam that is approximately that long and that big, and it's
1: just bicycles. But there was, the was a thousands. video of them coming out of the tunnel then going over the bridge, thousands of bikes, and nobody runs into anybody. It's, it's like incredible skill because these people know how to ride their bicycles. And it was almost like I thought it was doctored. I thought somebody was going to have to be doxxed for doctoring oh, wait, a video. You're
2: talking about the other video on scooters in some Asian country.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one, that, was, that, that one. Yes, that was another situation. That's the one I'm talking about. They all had little scooters, like 50 cc's, not the big 200. They weren't motorcycles, they were primarily scooters. And it wasn't in, I think it was think in it was, China.
2: It was either China or maybe it was India?
1: I don't Could think it was India? India. I think it was China. But you, you showed me that last week. And all these people riding these scooters, and and then when they come over the bridge, they're going in different directions. They're going left and right, and nobody's running into anybody. It's amazing.
2: Scooter waterfall. Where is this? I think it is here. It is. I have the video, Tony. You people, you got to see this. This is the craziest, most insane. I can't even imagine being on a scooter. We've we loved our scooter, and.
1: Before it was stolen. Before it was stolen. By people who should be and hunted we, down like rabid dogs.
2: And we miss our scooter, but I seriously would not feel comfortable being in this particular crowd doing this on any day. Any day whatsoever. Uh, switch.
1: This isn't like the... Uh, as. as uh,
2: okay, here we go. This
1: is... Flyer Superfan says... What you're saying, it reminds me of the Steal My Sunshine music video by Len that so we played. So look at
2: this. This is in China. I don't know where it is, but it's rush hour. And look at all of these scooters.
1: It's amazing. It really is.
2: It doesn't even look real.
1: I mean, it is It is bumper to bumper, elbow to elbow. They come down over this bridge. They're all coming down in rush hour. And as they get down to the bottom, some are going left, some are going right. There's cars going through. It's like It's incredible.
2: Of the a sudden there's there. So here now the sound turns on.
0: This is insane. I was lying on the grass <laughs> a Sunday
1: morning. A <laughs> <grass>. <laughs> Had the, they had all the scooters. They're on the, on the boardwalk somewhere, on the beach.
2: And this apparently is every day. This is not just a one-time thing. This no, is not the every lead video. single day that this is rush hour in whatever town this is.
1: Is that Vietnam, or is that China, rather?
2: See if it says in here. Yeah, uh, recently released footage from a Taiwanese motor na- motorway.
1: I'd have to tie one on before I would do that. I'll tell you that right now. And they,
2: over the years, they caught they have they have nicknamed this particular uh, off ramp the scooter waterfall.
1: Dude, that's
2: actually what it's called. Nuts. Absolutely crazy. I like my scooter, but I don't like it that much.
1: No, if I was in a in a jam like that, there's no way I would be able to.
2: I'd be claustrophobic, I'd be and I would be, I would be. I would. It would be crazy. You'd be yelling at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, f and f and f I'm so tired of polit- politics on Twitter. Like, I go to see if anybody has any questions on there, and it's
1: That's why it's we love our stream chat.
2: I know. You
1: can't go on Twitter anymore. It is so
2: much better. Pe- if you are still, I, again, I still have the YouTube Periscope and everything up because I'm hoping that um, there's several people who I see have logged on to the Facebook to try to help Mickey Delaney out, so I'm hoping that they're, they're helping him make the switch to Twitch. But this is why I love Twitch so much. It's such, it is our own chat room without all of the the noise. The noise and the, the
1: static, the white the noise. The horrible
2: other crap and uh, from other stuff. And we can just have fun on this show. Damn right. And that's what Twitch is about. It's about us having fun with our fans.
1: And you don't steal my sunshine either. <laughs> steal my thunder. What else can you steal? Hey. What?
2: I'm not stealing anything. I actually got something. Shall we do?
1: Is it time? Because we have another box. We
2: do have another box. Oh, what's in the box? Hold on, Tony Bruno. And you know when we say what's in the box, I need to actually add this to our. You
1: have a device to open that box. Mail
4: time. Mail time. The mail's here. Come on. Time. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes you wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna wail. Oh, what's
2: in the box? It's male time.
1: Male time. So. I'm waiting for female time, actually, myself. But hey.
2: Wait, hey, we know we can't have everything all Now, do you,
1: you need to have a razor, Robin. You're going to b- break your nail with that thing.
2: I am? I'm an expert at this, Tony Bruno.
1: Doesn't there tape that, that seal that baby shut? Nope. You're too good at this, Robin. You order too many damn packages. But this is not, this is from somebody else. This isn't your purchase. No. Your daily Amazon purchase. This is
2: one of our fans who went on. Yes, it is. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure that that's what it was because I knew it was scheduled to arrive today. Um, uh, Bully Mustang. Bully seventy seven Mustang is um, the person who ordered this for us. And, and I think he's
1: in Texas, right? Yes. And I believe he's in. Uh...
2: And ladies and gentlemen, I mean, this is a big effing deal, as the vice president said. What's in the fucking
1: box? Right, we're gonna find out in a second. Relax.
2: This is a big effing deal because if I'm mis- if I'm not mistaken, and I've read all up on this. This should allow us. This compact by J.K. Ad Audio,
1: J.K. Audio,
2: is going to allow us to take phone calls. No, not just Skype calls, but actual phone calls from fans, ladies and gentlemen.
1: This is not a uh, twenty-five dollar item. Oh, this no, isn't no, a fifty-dollar no. item. No, this isn't a hundred dollars. Not two hundred. This not is... three hundred. Not four hundred.
2: This is an almost with a shipping five hundred dollar item. I cannot even thank Fully 77 my saying enough. I mean, this is huge. Huge.
1: I know where he's from. San Antonio, Texas, baby. So And he did not send that from the basement.
2: I'm gonna have to play Alamo, around with Robin. it, but but Tony, here's here's the
1: I think his name is A.J. also, Same, because he's a great man. A.J. Bruno, his name is A.J. as well. Is it, sir, he- I don't know if he wants me to release his identity, but this is the I It's a nice box. It's called a Compaq JK Audio. So Compaq. Look, it has a mic in and then headphones and mic out. And it is a out.
2: universal telephone audio interface. See, and for those of you who do not realize why this is such a big deal, is this allows us to pretty much plug anything in, whether it's a landline, a cell phone, or even, I believe...
1: Yeah, there's a regular phone line in there. Or
2: voice over internet line. Which, so no matter what type of phone system we decide that we're going to be using, we should be able to take phone calls...
1: And it complies got, with uh, part 68 of the FCC rules. So we so believe in the FCC rules. I don't
2: know exactly how it works. I'm going to have to go to school. It's got a
1: keypad, though, and it's got like on off buttons, hook, dial. Look, you, get, you turn it on, and there's a dial tone. Then there's a keypad on and off. This looks awesome, Robin.
2: I mean. And I got
1: to tell you, man, AJ, you, you're the, just, the, this is just. This is
2: phenomenal. This is just un-
1: incredible. And that's, that's going way above and beyond helping to make this show better.
2: And this is, I mean, this is. So for those of you who don't get it, like we, when when we started to do this show, we did not want to be beholden to um, another station. We Tony was so adamant that he was sick and tired of having to do what radio stations have decided that all radio stations have to do now. So he wanted to be able to do his own show and be his own boss. And doing that means that you don't get a steady paycheck.
1: <laughs> exactly. So we're, we know we've had a lot of this equipment. Fortunately, yes. we've had people help us over in yeah. the past with stuff but mm-hmm. we buy our own microphones our cameras yep. you know we, we do what we have to do it's right. like when you start a business you have to provide the necessary items to, to conduct the business and and we've done that but now with with, with the Twitch show and the video capabilities mm-hmm. and the fact that we don't have a a phone call operation we have Robin went out and got the Skype we got a separate camera yep for the Skype calls, we've done one actual Skype call with video Which worked content. Out really, really well, and it worked. It looked good, and it sounded good. And we can take phone calls with with the Skype line, but audio affects, only as well, right?
2: But it does affect my because I have one computer now. The th- item that um, um, D. Conrad he got us was last week was a fantastic game capture card. Um, which was also, I mean, amazing. It's like a $150 item. So um, all of these things over time is just making our show better. It's making us be able to utilize equipment. uh, Some that we just, I mean, we've put so much money into it already that um, having you guys support us this way is a huge, huge deal. So thank you so much. I'm going to be playing around with this later on.
1: I believe this is AJ in the 210, right?
2: I think. I don't... Yeah, when he's the, insane. When That's When people it say bullies, you know, when they have their names on the chat room, I don't know necessarily who they're associated with. So um, sometimes we know them as... Oh, here, Bully77Mustang says, you can release my identity. That's fine. You're welcome. Just leave the key under the mat and stock the fridge. yes. Trust me, you have an open invitation to the wine cellar. No,
1: absolutely, man. And, and I love, you know, you know me, I love San Antonio. I've been there many times. Robin hasn't been there yet, but I, I want to take her down there and do the and River wanted, Walk yes. and, and the Alamo. And then we go to the basement of the Alamo and, and find uh, Pee Wee's bike and all those other important things. But I love San I love Texas. I mean, it's a great state. A lot of great people in San Antonio, Austin, Houston, Dallas, you name it. And A.J. Lopez is his name. And I know he's been following me around for a while as a fan As a Spurs fan, a Cowboys fan, a Texas Rangers fan. He's a legit guy from Texas who loves his Texas teams.
2: And you know what? When we get this to work,
1: AJ, I promise,
2: you are going to be the very first caller. I promise.
1: I think he's even an Astros fan. No, he's a Texas Rangers fan. It's hard being a Texas Ranger fan right now. It's very easy being a Houston Astros fan in Texas because they're damn good. Well, thank you, AJ. AJ Lopez, thank you so much, brother. It's really, really... Yes. Way above and beyond. We don't. You don't right realize how much we really appreciate this.
2: And and if there's anybody else out there, we, we do have other equipment like uh, headset mics that we want to be so that when we go on remotes, because uh, right now with this equipment we really. can't And by the do way, way
1: we are we're gonna we're gonna start putting together our own swag. You know, we talk about white yes. swag, and our buddies over there, and everywhere I wear a shirt, any of these shirts that I got mm-hmm. now, there's a bobblehead.
2: Yes, supposedly they have a monkey knife fight bobblehead. Monkey knife fight. awesome. I wore
1: my shirt on the plane to to Tampa on Friday night. And the guy in the terminal was like, dude, that's a great shirt. I don't know what it is, but it's a great shirt. So then I explained to him what it was. And that's what it is. When you have swag and it's like, wow. I love the shirt because, you know, you notice people's T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Some of them are easy to figure out. Others are like, wow, that's a cool logo. It's all about logos.
2: Actually, one of the uh, one of our fans from Into the Night Days who ended up getting a um, Tony Bruno uh, signature hat mm-hmm. with a little uh, well, martini glass. Well, Dean has glass. one of
1: those. Yeah, he, no, no, Dean has is, the old This Polak's is the old hat. one yeah. with a
2: martini glass on it. Apparently, that hat has gone around the world like 10 times already exactly. and he sent another photograph of it recently going yep uh, still have this sucker it's still going with me
1: dean still has one too he wanted me to wear it but it didn't fit in my head anymore because he wears hats dean's one of those guys who wears hats all the time i rarely wear hats but thank you again aj man i know you've been following me around you've been a loyal fan and you know people see it cowboy fans <laughs> I love Cowboy fans. They love me.
2: OG568 goes, can't believe we need to thank a Cowboys fan, but he is a good one. Yes,
1: he is. He says he's been a fan since 2002. Bob from Valley Forge. The Texas Rangers are still a baseball team? Thanks for clearing that up, Tony. Well, come on. Have Have you seen the Texas Rangers play lately? It's all about the Astros.
2: Yes, yes, yes. So, yes, that was exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Let me thank give him another
1: you. one of these. Roy, standing up there.
2: I love getting gifts.
1: I know the Rangers are in second place, but is anybody going to catch the Astros? The Rangers have, have played better. Certainly, the Oakland A's a couple of weeks ago looked like they were on fire, and now they've, they've hit the. They're in the toilet. It's amazing how like teams get hot and cold. The Texas Rangers, the Oakland A's. Hot and cold, up and down. The Colorado Rockies are now the hottest team in baseball. They've won eight in a row. The Phillies were hot a couple weeks ago, and now they've lost five in a row. But I don't think even the most diehard Texas Ranger fan thinks they're going to win, get a wild card, or catch. But who are, I mean, I'm not rooting against them. I'm just waiting for the Phillies to fall out of first place now and watch this town go crazy. Because remember, the Phillies have been in first place for a long time, and here we are now up at the 60-game mark in this season and they may fall out of first place as early as tonight. But thank you, AJ, again. And Cowboy fans need all the thanks they can get. <laughs> not See, people get think I bad. hate the cow. I don't hate the Cowboys. It's just a sports thing. Robin and I got to get down there. Robin hasn't been to Austin or San Antonio. She's I been, to Houston.
2: been to Houston. She's which been I to Dallas. Yep.
1: But you haven't been to San Antonio or Austin yet, Robin. That
2: is correct. What's
1: the matter with you? <laughs> She's been to Tampa many times. She hasn't been to Boston. They've got to take her up there.
2: I want to go to Especially Boston. Especially if they
1: lose the Stanley Cup to the St. Louis Blues. Because I think it's going to happen, Robin. As good as the Boston Bruins are, I think this is a special year for the St. Louis Blues. They, that's a team that had every reason to just basically say, well, you know, they're a much better team. And then they show up last night and play like ever, that.
2: Never, ever give up.
1: I don't give up That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. I never give up. It's my motto. Never give up. Just because breaking news now, the Sixers, after they fired their doctors today, Mm -hmm. are interviewing Avery Johnson for an assistant coaching job, according to uh, NBC Sports Philly. So the Sixers are interviewing Avery Johnson, who has one of the greatest voices. I always used to love interviewing Avery when he was I coaching in the NBA. I think Pat Croce
2: MV. needs to go back
1: to the Sixers. No, Pat Croce's in. Uh, we have, I have a Pat Croce uh, message, but I can't read it on the air. Oh. So Avery Johnson, head coach, assistant coach in many places, and a great guy. And I love interviewing Avery Johnson. He just has, has that voice. It's just it's impossible to dislike this guy. Great player. Uh-huh. Great coach. And uh, now the 76ers look like, because they got a couple of openings on their coaching staff. So anyway, we'll see what happens there, and I'm sure they'll hire him. If he's available, why wouldn't you take that N- job?
2: Now, somebody who has been coached um, on the beach, kind of like what we were doing, he's been going through some coaching in the offseason.
1: Yes, and people have been saying, Tony, what were you doing? Were you on the beach? I saw some videos yesterday. I tried to keep this secret, even though Dean was tweeting out a lot of different uh, videos and pictures of Robin Mm -hmm. and I on the beach. Yes, yes, yes. I was there for one reason and one reason alone, because you may have seen the headline. TB working out on the beach. We have have tape now. It's a short video. It's TB working out hard on the beach. Let's go to the tape, Robin.
2: Hold on. The tape is... Being loaded sideways for whatever reason, so I'm just recentering it. All right, here's the tape of TB. You know, you know that we were on the beach. Yes. Um, and, I filmed, and, I,
1: and I was filming, and I was. I have to say, I have to admit it. Whenever you have a camera in your hand and you're on the beach, for some reason, the camera always goes toward very lovely, tall, tan, dark, and lovely, shimmering, tight, beach bodies. This early in June. So I'm giving credit to these people who work hard to look good on the beach. Not just the perfect tans with no tan lines. But this is Tony. This is me on the beach now. Not with my tan lines. Let's go to the tape.
4: Go! <laughs> <laughs>
1: There I am, TB. And actually, that's Tom Brady, the other guy with TB initial. Not Terry Bradshaw. Not Tony Bruno. Although the water was similar in color, but that water is a little more Bahamian looking. A little, than, a little
2: than, bit more. As blue. nice as
1: the. And Clearwater, Clearwater Beach is ranked the number one beach in America. And as much as I like it, it ain't the Bahamas, baby. It, now, ain't, it ain't the Caribbean.
2: Now, and, Tony, there was a video, a real video, that you took.
1: Of Tom Brady with his half so Tom Brady, in case you didn't see the video, Tom Brady's already working out as he enters his 20th season as the as the quarterback of the New England Patriots. So while everybody's out there having fun and Gronk's getting wasted and hitting chicks all over the place and getting drunk nightly now that he's retired, Tom Brady was at Baker's Bay Club in the Bahamas. And he had his helmet on, shoulder pads, and a trainer, and he was he was like Tethered to this long uh, elastic band for resistance purposes, yeah. so he was running with a football on the beach, getting ready for another season. We already know about his diet, which is insane. We already know here's a guy who's forty plus years old, and here he is you in June. Should be
2: going through that because yeah, maybe, I need to do that.
1: I'm not. I don't but, have to put a helmet and shoulder pads on.
2: But in reality, this is what Tony was doing on the beach, um, which is what most men do when they're on the beach in a beautiful location, and they're videotaping. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But we had had seen a similar video. We thought it was really funny, so we thought we'd play homage and reenact this particular video with a twist, with a Tony Bruno twist. So this is really, truly
1: Tony. TB on the beach, not Tom Brady. (laughs) Oh, wait. That was Tom Brady again, right? Oh, no, this is it. <laughs> this damn floaty side, this chick's head. Dude.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. One more time for those of you who did not see what exactly Tony was focusing in on. Why does it always buffer at the same spot
1: buffer they were pretty buff yeah yeah they were i was initially following them down the beach it wasn't you know it was a monday it wasn't a weekend clearwater beach big beach beautiful really, but uh they were two lovelies dude the dude is right dean
2: yes Oops. stop it was a beautiful it was a beautiful day and i was actually directing tony so for those of you who think that, that i actually, actually shot really- i
1: shot two versions of that The first one I really did because they were they were just starting to walk into the water because they were walking back and forth down the beach, and I was walking behind them, not looking like a. I wasn't doing my Joe Biden in person. I was trying to be a creeper, but they were smoking. I mean, they had were they not superb, Robin?
2: They were the tans were perfect. I, I
1: appreciate beauty, even if there's a great looking guy with a great body and he's tan and he's looking good and takes care of himself. So I started walking down the beach, and they happened to be in front of me, but they were walking faster. So then Dean, of course, and Robin are like, why don't you walk a little faster so you can get closer? And so when I posted that video, guys were yelling, why didn't you get closer? Because they stopped walking, and then they got their beat. They had their floaties, those rafts, those inflatable raft things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they grabbed them, and they started walking toward the water. So I didn't want to look like a complete creeper, so I waited. And then I did a video, the first one. We should play the first one, because they were still closer.
2: It's on your phone. I'll have to play play that
1: one. Because then when, when we did that... By the way, that clip got better better ratings in the Game of Thrones finale. More people watch that than the game. Thank you, AJ. We're
2: such dorks. Here, here I'm like, oh, so this is like, oh, this is what we need to do. We need to take a v- video and you need to zoom in and we can, we're going to reenact it. And then I'm going to stand here. And then, and then of course, Dean was like, and then I'll say. No, the
1: first time I did it, I was doing the because right. you've seen the video. and I think that was stage two. Oh, absolutely. It was the guy supposedly on the beach with his wife. And he's like all these women in the water. So there was these two. So I, so I was taking video looking for hot women. I always do that. Even hot guys. And, and there weren't a lot of people on the beach. But there was these two really, really lovely ladies. With amazing bodies. Perfect. They weren't wearing thongs. They were wearing, you know, bikini bottoms. They were not bikinis, but they weren't like complete, right. total butt job, so to speak. You know what I'm sorry? So anyway, I take the first video, and I'll post that one, where I'm walking down the road with them, down the beach toward the pier down there on Clearwater Beach, near the Hilton. Everybody knows where that is if you've been to Clearwater, Florida. But I was so far away, so I started running, and beach, and, and and Dean's like, why don't you run down the beach? You know, it's good for you. It's hot. You'll sweat it off, lose some weight. So I start run jogging down the beach near the water. And I got close enough to start taking some quality video. And then we walk back. I didn't know they were going to come back and then go into the water. So we get back to where we started, which is where they started, which is how I noticed them in the first place. And I said, I got to do this video of them going into the water. So I grab my phone and I start videotaping them going into the water. And I did the whole thing where I scan around and then I turned to Robin and all she did was give me this deadpan look and Dean didn't do anything either. So I said, all right, let's do it again. I said, but this time, Robin, don't do the same thing. Give me that look that the woman did to her husband, right. allegedly, well, in that first we video. Well, and wanted to
2: incorporate that it was you that was taking the video exactly. by mentioning your name. So,
1: so the second yeah. take, where they were too far away to get the quality shot that we wanted. <laughs> Billy
2: 77 goes, that's a good story, Tony. We're not buying yeah. it, but it's good. No,
1: it's true. i Am <laughs> not. Ma- is, am I making this up? No, you're not. There was a, way- t- that was take two, so the women yes. were so far now into the, I had to walk into the water, but the temperature was eighty, and it was perfect. So I was willing to go deep. Yeah, so t- go deep on them.
2: Tony didn't scream like a little girl <laughs> like he normally does. <laughs> um, yes, Rebel Man ninety three eleven. The blurb feature is working.
1: By the way, I got to give him, ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. What is that? From Rebel Man ninety three eleven. He comes in says, "Howdy, folks," and he has subscribed. He has subscribed at tier one. Subscribe for two months. Currently on a two-month streak, Robin. Let's give him a roaring round of applause. Yes. I'm on a a two-game losing streak myself.
2: Now, when you subscribe, um, there are extra features that you get. You get to see all the archive shows. Whenever we do replays of some... uh, Whenever we do any kind of highlights or stuff, you have access to those. And as soon as I have a moment to breathe, or if I get some help from somebody, I will be making membership cards that we'll be sending out to all subscribers. Mm-hmm. And You get a
1: BOGO uh, with that membership card at certain locations?
2: I And, and there will be some other benefits that, uh, that we are determining as we move along. Exactly. And when you subscribe, you also have access to... Um, the blurp sound effects and the soundboard that is coming and all that fun stuff. Beautiful. I, there's just like so many different things that I don't even know how to work yet.
1: No, and, I mean, because we're learning every day. I mean, there's yeah. so many features on this Twitch channel. Um, it's, and a lot I'm, of people in Tampa were asking about it, you know, because people know about Twitch. The ones that do, they're like, wow, you're on Twitch. And the people that don't are like, what is that? Yeah. So we're trying to turn everybody on because people are on the Internet for all their content now. Yeah. Whether you're cutting the cord for cable companies and you're watching things on the internet-based Hulu and Roku apps, you know, you're know you going to get everything on the internet sooner or later, yeah. and you do now. Your, your music's on the internet. Your favorite radio stations are on the internet. Your favorite TV shows you can download via streams. We're on the American Airlines flight. They had free movies last night. I'm watching The Nun because Robin wanted me to watch The Nun because she won't allow me to watch it at home. So I watched that on the flight back last night. I got to give some love to the American Airlines. Nice new planes, Wi-Fi on there. Yeah.
2: But I, I told him I said, watch the one now so that I don't have to hear it or see it or even glimpse it's pretty at good. it because it's really scary. By the way, I'm just reminding me now because, Dean, Dean, look you at those, see that? Look at those adorable cans of Freak Show. They wine in a can, normally I would not approve, but the fact that it's Freak Show. This is one of our adorable. favorite Michael
1: and David wines, the Freak Show, Cab. It's a Cabernet Sauvignon. And it's cool. You can get it in bottles. I didn't know they had it in cans.
2: I didn't either. It's fantastic. It's the perfect way to carry it with you. Damn it, Robin50 is on now.
1: Beautiful, man.
2: That's one of my favorite handles so far. Um, And then Trevor from the 203 is saying that he's got us on the Twitch. He has a Twitch app on the Roku stick.
1: I got the the magic stick. (laughs) I don't know if that works. I can hit it once.
2: From Valley Forge. Uh, (laughs) Tony, watch the nun now because you ain't getting none later. Oh! Oh!
1: (laughs) Ave Maria. Have you ever seen that movie? You know what I got, Robin? I don't have the Roku stick. Although we have a Roku TV, one of our TVs.
2: Our TV is a Roku TV.
1: Yeah, one of them's Roku. I think this is Roku, too. No,
2: it's upstairs. This one is something different.
1: This is just a smart TV. Yeah. We have the apps built in. The only thing, problem with the Roku thing is you got to have two remotes. you got to turn the remote yeah. on, and then you got to get to the cable box. And, but it's still awesome, though. And a lot of people are streaming their stuff, but uh, he's got the Roku stick. Some people have the... Uh, no, the 737 Maxes weren't up there, but we the 737s that they're flying now.
2: Are beautiful. Yeah, the 737-800
1: yeah. we were on. On
2: the, on the way there, we were on the 737-800, and on the way back, we were just on the regular Yeah, 7 but it's
1: a new 737 yeah. that has the m- monitors built into the headrests. Yeah. And you can watch TV. You can, you know, if you're really bored, you can watch The Flight. You can play games. I was playing roulette on there after I watched The Nun. I was killing it on roulette. Oh, really? They gave me $5,000 to start. I was banging $500 limit on each roll. What,
2: what did you leave off with by the time you were done when we landed?
1: I, wanted, I, I basically wanted to go bankrupt. So I wanted to go down to zero. So I was betting $500 on the same numbers that never came out. Even though there were multiple numbers coming back all uh-huh, the time, uh-huh. I was like, screw it. My number's going to, I played 13 and 25 all the time. And I purposely lost it off because I'm not taking anything home with me, but I got it up to like they gave you ten, I got it up to ten grand. At one point, then I got reckless, knowing See, that the plane was going to land. That's soon.
2: what you're supposed to do though, like when you double your money or whatever, you make money, you're supposed to walk away. It's hard to do
1: at thirty thousand feet, Robin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, Trevor from the two three, wasn't JetBlue the first with TVs on the plane? Yes,
1: not Jet. They weren't the first, but they were there. But uh, the, the airline has now been sold. JetBlue sold. No, no, not JetBlue. The one with Virgin. Virgin America. Oh, okay. We love those planes.
2: Oh, they were like the disco planes. Yeah, they, they had, had the like really cool lights, lights in it. And pink. and pink. The flight
1: attendants were dressed up like old school. And when right you walked
2: by... up to their uh, counter to check in, they had music going. Yeah. And it was they... like being in a little club. <laughs> it's it was like really being
1: in a cool. Euro trash club somewhere in Amsterdam or I Rome or that. Paris. That was good. Then they sold it. Bastards. I pay my bills. That's what I got to whip out later on.
2: No, this is not the song you should be playing. No, listen, I got it, Robin.
1: I got the magic stick, Robin. Not the magic jack. They still make that thing? You plug into your TV and you're supposed to get TV channels and stuff?
0: Kim's around You don't need to lie. It's the drugs, baby. I'm making you high. I got the magic
1: stick. It, it once. It I hit it
0: twice. twice. I am the baddest. Yeah, sure you don't believe me? Then come with me tonight, and I'll show you magic. What? 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh, I got Oh shoot!
2: What's the band that sings all the girl songs? I'm totally blanking. Dan Band.
1: The Dan Band,
2: Robert. It. Oh, it's Candy Shop, not Candy Stick. That's
1: right. I'll take you to the Candy Shop, which is another song from the greatness it was. It's one of Fitty. my favorite Fitty. favorite
0: bands.
1: Yeah, that's good stuff right there.
3: What?
0: What? Magic.
1: What? Better than the Roku stick. Bewitched.
0: It?
2: bewitched, bewitched. When y'all can take calls, you can bring Magic Jack in the backpack to the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> great—he can't throw off first pitches. Fitty said, but he—he he could. Yeah, those are great, great songs. Our greatest fitty, man.
2: Yeah, and Jack in the back actually will be so excited when we start taking calls again because he really misses being part of the show.
1: (laughs) But he's got a job, too. Yes, he does. By the way, uh, there was a picture. So there was a video of this woman in London who hates Donald Trump, and so she's protesting. So she posts a picture of herself naked.
2: Yeah, we so can't, we can't even show no, this. No, we can't show it to you.
1: But if you've seen it, I mean, I posted it this morning because you can do it on Twitter and get away with it.
2: I can say it. We can talk about it. No, yeah. she's, no, she's a, so naked. she's completely naked. And let naked. me just say, she has major '70s Bush going oh, on. I mean, dude. I have not seen like, if you are looking at porn and you go for, look for vintage. This is vintage. This is man. the
1: biggest bush you'll see <laughs> since un- uh, George W. H. W. Walker <laughs> Bush.
2: It was incredible. I was like, "Damn, girl, trim a little bit for people God's People were sakes. like, "I
1: had so people people were posting all over like they're, they're taking out their weed whackers and there's video like gifts of weed whackers and guys mowing their lawns. She could that thing. There's a the guy with the hands with the uh, with the scissor hands.
2: Edwards is a get,
1: uh, no, it's a dude that looks like me with a topiary and he's like cutting a bush into it. So there's a lot of bush chokes all over for this woman with the big bush. I didn't yes. know they still do that in Europe. Somebody's opening a can of bush beer.
2: I didn't think so either, but you know, it would drive me insane having that. I mean, it would just like itch and tickle constantly. Like even when it grows out, you're like, oh my God. I, I think
1: to- it would have been more appropriate if Bush was the president, not Trump to, bring, to bust out the bush.
2: That is true. Yeah, it's I don't understand. T- I don't understand. She had something written all over her. Yeah, it was you know. she was
1: probably, listen, that's all right. She could protest, do whatever she wants. Hey, if Just you're going to- Just trim that thing, man. If
2: you're going to protest, that is a way better way to protest than some of the other types of protesting, I think. It, I think she got a lot of notoriety. A lot of people were- I don't
1: think she's going to be getting any, any uh, job offers anytime soon.
2: No, probably not.
1: Especially if she's got to trim that thing. I mean, I listen.
2: I don't think she's going to get dates, unless you're like into that kind of thing.
1: Now, she had more bush than between the hedges down there in Athens, Georgia, down there, and hunker down, dogs, in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. We got a good Florida update today, too. And while we were there, Robin and I did not see one One single single solitary gator. We did see a snake. Dean had a snake in his backyard in Clearwater, and he called Robin. By the time Robin got out there... The damn snake was gone. It
2: was gone. You know, snakes, snakes are kind of uh, sneaky that way. Um, but we do. Would, did you want to do the, the um, Florida update right now?
1: Yeah, why not? Yeah. But I guarantee you, though. And, and you know, everywhere I would, I would do... I do the same thing when I'm driving down through Maryland and we go over a little bridge and you can smell that water. And I say, that's crab water right there. Blue claw crabs. You know, that brackish water. Uh-huh. And I'm saying, there's crabs in there, Robin. That's crab water right there. So every time we were driving around in the, in the clear See water, you later, area. yes, well, oh, right in. Yeah. after a while, crocodile,
0: yeah.
1: and everywhere I would drive by, I'd say, well, I think there's gators the in that water at the golf course where we had the memorial for uh, yeah. Steve Dooming, There were alligators in there, yeah, yeah. We when we played, a gator would come out of the water and then sit there on the side.
2: No, I, I learned time. something because it, I, I've known this already, but gators on land, they people underestimate how fast they can go. They can run pretty darn fast, but what they cannot do is they can't turn. So if you are being chased by a gator, You got serpentine. a serpentine.
1: Serpentine or serpentine?
2: Ser- serpentine. How about it's,
1: turpentine if you got a can in your pocket?
2: Serpentine, or serp- is it Serpentine? I
1: don't know. It's both. It's either, either.
2: Yeah, it's one of those either, either kind of... Alligator. See you later, alligator.
1: After a while, crocodile.
2: After a while, crocodile. See you later, alligator. Okay, we're going down to Florida. And this is a standalone. I don't even have to say anything. Um... Because we have the local radio or local news station that is going to explain to you. Which
1: station is this? Now, this is down in uh, Gainesville, I think, right? Um, Down in Gainesville, Florida. uh, That other alligator story we did last week about the one that broke through a window and then got the wine, that was in Clearwater.
2: Yes, it was. This is Gainesville, Florida. You are correct. I know my Florida. Let's go to Gainesville, Florida. WMTW 8 ABC.
1: At Hyundai, you get more safety. Damn it, Robin. Do they have a Hyundai in there?
2: They were showing the actual thing, and then all of a sudden, they sneak in this stupid ad. So just bear with us while we're watching this ad, but we don't really want to watch it. Dean says, no,
1: I told Robin, get on the other end of the bush, and she didn't.
4: Right up to the bank, and he just looks us dead in the eyes. Here we go. And then he immediately (laughs) just sprints up onto the beach. A romantic dinner gone wrong. Yeah, we were in shock, so we just, like, hauled tail the other way, and... Watched it happen. Taylor Fort planned a picnic spread for her fiancé, Trevor Walters, on Thursday, a special date night before Trevor leaves for the Marines for 10 weeks. Little did they know it would be interrupted by a hungry gator. He annihilated an entire block of cheese, gobbled it down, (laughs) lickety-split. The salami didn't stand a chance. Washed down with half a watermelon and a pound of grapes. And then the worst part, he goes over, we had this big bowl of guac made. He eats the whole bowl. He put the whole bowl in his mouth and just But Taylor and Trevor were not going down without a fight. So I learned this technique back when in my childhood to scare away bears. You get up and make yourself big and like make loud noises to scare it away. It's called a bear scare. And apparently it worked. <laughs> it really worked. The bear scare. Yeah. For real. Because, uh, you know, what alligator will come up and steal food at a picnic like that? It's like Yogi the bear. Experts say a gator that has been fed before. It sounds like that alligator has been fed previously and he has lost his, his wariness of people and is beginning to associate people with food. No fear. A None. No respect for our picnic. Parker says a fed gator is a dead gator. Once gators become a nuisance and charge people, the FWC must have them removed for public safety. We call our trappers and they catch the gator that's causing problems, they keep the gator for the hide and the meat to be able to sell. That's why Parker says it's important not to feed gators. Keep one more gator alive and one less picnic destroyed. In Gainesville, Jocelyn Howard, cbs mm. for you.
1: Damn, you see the size of that gator? But you see how close they were to the bank? Yeah. They're like having a picnic like 10 feet from the actual bank, and you, there's no doubt when you look at that water, that's gator water right there. Yeah. But how I mean, about that? He did... First, he went for the cheese, which is a good job out right, of him. Right, because it's, it's National cheese, cheese Day, after all. And then he went grapes. He went a whole watermelon, but tableside guac for the alligator.
2: You know, I mean, like, you can give him <laughs> the other stuff, but the guacamole, you know how much that shit costs? I know.
1: That's just rude. It's unbelievable. You
2: know, we're all about sharing, but don't go after my guacamole. That, that Then, once again, so...
1: <laughs> so There's an alligator out there. You're...
2: Like, last, last week, we did the gator. He was after the red wine. Here, they're after the cheese and guac. No bueno, man.
1: Although, when they finally get that gator and put him down, he's going to have that little extra bouquet in the gator meat. He's going to have essences of guac. You know how you get grass-fed beets? beef is more expensive? Yeah. So how gu- about
2: guac-fed gator? Guac-fed gator. <laughs> that, you pay extra for Gators that. Gators love
1: Guac table-side guac at table a picnic. <laughs> he ate the whole bowl. It's like we were watching the elephant at the Tampa Zoo.
2: Yes, who they? Can- they were giving him whole
1: corn cobs, the corn cut in half. Mm-hmm. But he would get it, pick it up with his trunk, and feed himself. And they would eat the whole corn. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't have to cut the corn, no, to the, the kernels off.
2: His fit. One of his favorite things is, is an entire, entire honeydew. Yeah, so he gives the the whole melon and he just crunches that. And then if they're really, really good elephants. Um, they don't get them very often because the sugar's not very good for them. That they will get a whole coconut that has not been crushed or cracked or anything. And they just eat the entire damn thing. They chomp down on that sucker and boom, coconuts.
1: They love that stuff. Yes. It but I, but cool. the gator stuff, I mean, everybody knows. Everybody knows. They're going to actually, they're going to, when they, that's a good one by OG568. When they get this gator and catch it, it will be called quack groc on the menu. Quack groc groc. Yes. Say that 10 not times. Quark, not croc monsieur. Quack groc.
2: Ooh, what's in the guac? What's in the guac? <laughs> now, if it were me and you know that you are in areas where there are gators and there's a big lake that you can't see through, the, it's brown water, it's brackish water. Why would you sit that close to the end of the the edge? And here's of the, the guy who's
1: going away to the military, the Marines. They almost both went away. Yeah, but now I got to think of one more song, Robin. One more good
2: song.
1: No, not Rocket Man. Well, it did well at the box office.
2: Yeah, thing. no, no. You're, are you talking about Crocodile Rock?
1: Yeah, I got it ready here, but I got to go past.
2: Yeah, the... yeah. Doug McGregor goes not Crocodile
1: Rock. Yes, Crocodile Rock. <laughs>
0: Oh, what's in the wine?
1: I remember
0: when rock was young. Me and Susie had so much fun, holding hands and skipping stones. Having no clothes to
1: ever ever the biggest. He didn't of wash of it down with Gatorade though. They didn't have any of that. <laughs> even gators don't drink that crap. <laughs>